Hello and welcome to episode 36 of The One One, your West Australian racing podcast. I am BJ Ryan, back face-to-face with the Perth racing guru, Terry Layton. G'day, Terry. G'day, BJ. Lovely to see your lovely face again. We're back. We're back. We certainly are. Well, I got to see it on Saturday at the uh, the races. Good day out, had by all. It was a great day. It was a really good day, actually. Yeah, yeah got around some uh, some likely tops. Uh, probably best on ground. We'll probably have to go to uh, in, the, in the whole scheme of things. Maybe Luke Fernie was pretty good throughout <laughs> the day, I thought. But uh, no, it was a cracking day. And uh, led, yeah, we, led the charge, did he? He Luke? did lead the charge. Yeah, he's uh, no, he's he's got some. He's got a very good skill set in that in that regard. <laughs> so um, nah, tremendous day out there, and look forward to doing. I'm getting out there again this week, actually. I'm going to the Eagles, so I'm going out for the last few. So probably get out there and uh, we might, myself we again. might cross paths. Again, we might. I'll Terry. try and avoid you this week, I think, if I can. <laughs> but uh, no, we might cross paths again if uh, if we're both lucky. Yeah, well, I uh, I did the double up as well. Went to the Eagles on Sunday and mm-hmm. watched the, uh, the did mighty, mighty West Coasters um, take care of Collingwood. So hopefully we can uh, repeat the dose again. How's, uh, how's this? How's this? So I, I don't really punt on anything besides WA Racing, BJ, but I don't mind a few of the uh, long-range AFL bats pre-season. Had a pretty good record over the journey. So pre-season, I've backed uh, three main bets. One was uh, Paddy Cripps, the Brownlow, which is probably cooked. The other one was Matty Rowell for the, uh, what do you call it, the Rising Star Award. What about the four bucks. Mm. So he was in down, mine was backed with one of the agencies that didn't um, cancel it. So he was backed into a dollar oh one. And the other bet, which I also multied with Rowell, was uh, Kennedy Coleman. Ooh. Anyway, so at this point in time, I'm going, well, Kennedy Coleman, this is a few weeks ago, I'm going, Kennedy Coleman's cooked, Matty Rowell's home and hosed. Uh, anyway, I've gone back and had a look, and this certain company have cancelled all of the Coleman bets and kept everything else. And I thought, you beauty. Like, Kennedy at that stage looks absolutely no chance, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward a month and a half's time, and Rowell has been kept. Kennedy's been cancelled. Rowell's cooked. Kennedy's going to win it. How's that? Bit of hard luck story, isn't it? God. Yeah. You don't want to name and shame? Nah. Okay. Not. <laughs> no. no. That's because I can't remember my name. But yeah, no. no, I don't. No, I don't. But anyway, good to see the budgies uh, have a big day. It's good to see big JK kick a big bag as well. Yeah, it was good. And Key op- Ford's still alive. It was great to be back at Optus You would have been a big well. Key Ford, wouldn't you, back in your day? No. Lady from a goal square taking clunks? No. Nah, Six-man packs? If anything, I was a uh, dirty rotten Ford pocket. Okay. If anything, that was the best I could do, Guru. I warmed benches, so you did better than me. <laughs> Um, but yes, as mentioned, Terry mentioned, we were both at Belmont last Saturday and uh, lucky enough to witness some you know, outstanding individual performances from the likes of Indian Pacific, Inspirational Girl, and of course, Rising Star Red Can Man. He won the feature Bolton Sprint. But I have to ask you, my friend, uh, the, one of the major talking points coming out of Belmont last Saturday was how the track played. What did you think? Yeah, it played really well if you were on the rail. You mm. would have been tickled pink. So I reckon it was arguably... Arguably, in my time recording the the data with an R, uh, the <laughs> the data for the track bias, it was arguably the most rail heavy track I've ever seen. Um, I think that early race we saw Classy Lassie, who was on Classy Lassie's back bridge, I can't remember. We had Parisa and she's vital back there on the fence. It wasn't just on pace, and it wasn't on pace. It was rail heavy in the run. It was yeah. just such a hot lane. So, and then we come out yesterday. Um, it was twelve meters on Saturday. And it was 14 on Wednesday. We come out yesterday, two metres out, and the rail was – I need to do the reviews again properly, but the rail was pretty much quicksand Yeah, right. yesterday. So trying to bet into this at the moment um, pre-post um, is – it's madness. So I, th- I think the most um, pronounced from memory last Saturday was the Captain Kink, 
Tiffus yes. and Sorry, and my uh, hidden journey. My hidden journey was a hundred one. Who's yes. run third, beaten what less than half a length. Yeah, yeah. Like. My hidden and that makes the run of Levitate even better. It makes yeah. a few of the runs throughout the day. We'll probably touch on a few of them at the end for those that hang around for the next four and a half, five hours. So mm-hmm. we'll probably touch on a couple of them at the end in the horses to follow. But it does make a few of those runs from some of the runners out wide mm-hmm. um, extra uh, impressive. But yeah, it does just prove, especially for races later in the day unless you're getting an absolute monster price early you've just got to wait mm. because it can be worth just worth stupid amounts yeah um, i mean to be on certain parts of the track you can also and then this weekend we could come out there and we like a few that might lead and it turns out the rail's dead cold and you want to look at these horses off speed that you never would have considered so yeah it's a, it's a changing landscape for for the punter at the moment the way um belmont's playing and um there's probably also an issue with the um with the the trench BJ. Yeah, the trench wreaked havoc yesterday, midweek. Mm. Is it safe? I don't know enough about it to, to say it's not safe, but surely if horses are misstriding consistently at the same point, I think it was Nat Francis that lobbed something on Twitter uh, highlighting a few yesterday. There's been a stack in recent weeks. I, I'm meaning to bring it up again. We do bring it up a mm. fair bit, don't we? But um, I don't know. You've got to probably – the most important aspect would be jockey and horse Safety. welfare, yeah. I'd suggest, and I'd, I can't see how it's possibly safe if horses are misstriding or they're not running over a certain part of grass with any confidence. So – I don't know. I reckon we move back to Ascot. I'm done. No one's done. No one's done? Well, if we've got an unsafe portion of the track, yeah, someone's going to hurt themselves. Yeah, it's just it's never really recovered from the works that they had to do there. Just have all the mates at Kalgoorlie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Carnarvon? Just give yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that, yeah. yeah. Chris, Chris, I get to full book every Saturday. <laughs> We're okay with that. Yeah, it'd be nice to see Red Cam Man on the red dirt, wouldn't mm. it? So, uh, you bush, so- <laughs> bush chooks at the, uh, yeah, up in the uh, 40 degrees. Well, back on the horse flesh anyway. Mm. It was great to see, as we mentioned, great to see some thoroughbreds of genuine class guru. And for me personally, you're talking it was, about the, um, the folks you, had, you saw during the day or you <laughs> the actual horses on the track? The horse flesh. Um, okay. For me personally, it was a big thrill watching Red Can Man's arrogant Bolton sprint victory. Um, for those of you that don't know, I um, do a little bit of work for. Stable, Stable Racing Stables have done for the last six or seven years. When I started my Thoroughheads racing business, Steve was my first or second client and uh, he has really helped me significantly in my uh, racing journey and um, to see him get himself a really, really good horse in uh, Red Can Man was, uh, I'm just yeah, really, really happy for him personally and uh, and the stable and um yeah, so he'll head to the paddock now. He's just going to have the one and done. Head to the paddock now, f- be set for the Perth Racing Carnival with the railway stakes or Winterbottom stakes firmly on the agenda. What do you think of the red can? Yeah, I thought it was a really good win. Um, don't want to take anything away from the win, but mm. uh, it was – He was suited, was, wasn't he? Oh, geez, Maginica mm. rolling along at him front. Nice tuck in. Peter Nucky pulled him out at the right time so he didn't have to break stride. Um, yeah, he, he couldn't have found a more suitable horse and the money knew that. I mean, yeah. I think everyone on track ended up – just about ended up on him. You had to, just the way it was playing. Uh, I really like – as I said, I really like the ride and I liked how he was willing to lead early as well. Um, they took a horse really taking him on for him to, to stand up uh, – to hand up, sorry. But um, – yeah, just just dominant, and I think there's bigger and better in store for uh, for the Can Man, mm. for the Chook. Yeah, and it's going to be an interesting Perth Racing Carnival coming mm-hmm. up actually in later in the year because of uh, you know the I guess the A team of the Cerise and Wider in based on the Eastern Seaboard at the moment. So there's um, we're probably not going to get interstate uh, horses coming over for our Group Ones, maybe maybe not. So it could be could be wide open for. Um, 
for I don't know some of the lesser lights to uh, to shine come mm-hmm. uh, come summer and later in Ascot this year. Hundred percent. Well, the lesser lights. I mean, these three year olds are just progressing that nicely through the grades. They're not necessarily the lesser lights anymore. Mm. Um, we'll touch on it later on when we get to the sprint, the feature sprint race um, on this card. But uh, it might not be as much depth if, if, we, if you go outside your sort of your Fabergino's and whatnot. There might not be that much depth um, at the real top end, at the pointy end yep. of things at the moment. It's going to be a good year to have a, a good horse, I think, and mm-hmm. especially uh, if they can't travel from from Vic. Yeah, and also for all the team. Wolf fans out there, just a quick uh, mention that outstanding filly, the size produce stakes winner, Watch Me Dance. She's scheduled to trial at Belmont on Monday. He's only a short, sharp uh, speller, isn't he? Mm. Doesn't have him out for long, does he? Yeah, you got to get him back in if you want to have him uh, ready to rock and roll. Uh, I see Starfield Impacts obviously back. We'll touch on her mm. shortly. Magic Mike. Magic. Um, so some of the good horses are starting to roll around, and there was some good horses trialing at uh, Larkhill on Monday as well. And um, also at Belmont on Saturday, we witnessed the Wizard William mm. Pike break his own national riding record with uh, victories aboard. Truly great and inspirational girl, taking him to an astonishing 235 winners for the season. Uh, so at the time of recording. It's uh, Pike sits on 237 winners, having booted home a double midweek yesterday, and he's likely to add to that with a strong book of rides at Northern this afternoon. Yeah, he's uh, yes, he's got a fair old uh, fair old book today, and uh, the new season obviously kicks off on Saturday. He'll very likely have a big lead at the end of that, I'd suggest as well. And might even, of- might even be nine nil. It can't be nine nil. Eight, eight nil, I think. I don't think he has it in the last. But There's yeah. some chatter during the week that he's looking to base himself in Victoria well, or Melbourne for the spring. I think it's more than chatter, isn't it? We just yep. saw a little announcement on the uh, on the tweeter that uh, he's got a ride in the cup already. Yeah, he's involved. So um, Shabal, I tell you what, if he's got a ride in the cup, he might have to keep Dale on as his manager for a little bit longer. So uh, I saw Dale just retweeted that as well. So I might, um, yeah, I might be uh, waiting for the gig to manage Pikey just a little bit longer. Hopefully he comes back to Perth potentially. <laughs> he didn't hunt you down after the last one? No, Saturday. surprisingly not. No, surprisingly not. I was, um, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed, but we, we move on. Yeah, so he's, he's heading over there to spearhead the Cerise and White assault on Melbourne and Sydney. And, uh, and of course, as Terry just said, he's been booked on a uh, long-range Melbourne Cup mount, Chabal. And um, so, yeah, it's all – it's – He's won the All-Star Mile. It's Everything's just falling mm-hmm. into place for the Wizard. Breaks his own record. Good opportunities for the lads over here as well. There'll be yep. plenty of good rides left for maybe Chris Parnham if he takes over as the number one. But now would be a, a very good time to um, be the second in charge of the, the Cerise and White ship in WA because, um, yeah, there could be some big rides available. Yeah, of course. Uh, heading towards, uh, well, th- hopefully things will start to warm up um, over the next few weeks as some of the uh, really, really, really good horses start to get back to the races. Um, okay, should we get started on the preview, Terry? Let's do it. Okay, it is time to preview the Jockey Celebration Day Sprint Meeting at Belmont this Saturday. We're recording on, uh, what is it? It's five past 11 on mm. the morning of Thursday, July 30. With Northern Racing this afternoon, nine events scheduled at Belmont on Saturday, and we're finishing up with Carnarvon on Sunday. Now, big shout out to all the horses out there, Guru. Dig deep. You're going to take dig deep a carrot. 
Yeah, no, a few of them got birthday cards. Escalating didn't get one this year, unfortunately. So um, only horses that have. That's um, cruel. That's nah, cruel. it is cruel. No, he's given us uh, he's given us uh, some entertainment. That's for sure. But um, yeah, no, we'll take Dig Deeper Carrot and uh, give him a little pat on his return from injury. Hopefully, I have an update next week. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So it's horse's birthday, August mm. one on Saturday. So happy birthday to all the all the GGs out there. Um, one year older, and um, of course. We have to salute all the hoops out there because it's annual. It's the annual National Jockey Celebration Day this Saturday as well, which is always the first Saturday in August, first Saturday of the new season. So Jockey Celebration Day celebrates the achievements of former and current jockeys, commemorates those who have lost their lives and raises awareness and funds for the National Jockeys Trust. So if you want to help injured jockeys and if you want some more information, go to njt.org.au that's the national jockeys celebration day or the national jockeys trust rather website guru yeah they do an amazing job we can at times be a little bit a uh, little bit harsh and critical especially when the hard earns involved but um yeah the job they do week in week out and the fact they're putting their lives on the line on a weekly basis um yeah it's it's a very uh, very worthwhile day and hopefully we can get a good crowd at the track to uh, celebrate it yeah we got a stark reminder of that in sydney last saturday mm -hmm. with uh hugh bowman uh creating some interference which led to um not uh, good not good yeah a real uh, significant racing incident i think he's got six weeks for that so that was just that was, i was about to ask you yeah, six I'm weeks. Sure he got six what are your weeks? thoughts on the six uh thin it's probably, uh, yeah, I'm probably thinking it's a couple you've of weeks got short. You've yeah. got to look at the outcome of yeah. how that's all occurred as well. I don't think six weeks is enough for a horse that was off the map as well. He's obviously, no, not obviously, but he's probably aware of the fact that it's um, been heavily commissioned. Um, I don't think that's long enough. I'm big on deterrence. I've got myself in trouble in the past for different situations with incidents occurring in races um, with perhaps horses, not jockeys not trying their best or whatnot, where I've suggested that, the penalties aren't enough of a deterrent to stop you from doing um, what it is. So I'd like to see that being a four-month suspension type thing. I'd like to see that a real a real good whack. Like, yeah. And it's the same with anything that occurs in a race. If there's not a big enough deterrent, people just keep doing it. The fines aren't big enough. You don't – if we want people to notify – even little things, we want to, we want trainers to notify of a tactical change. And what are you finding them? 100, 200 bucks. They cannot notify that. Their owners themselves, they can get on for a big quid, better price than they would have get because would have got because people don't know about the change in tactics, and they're paying a hundred or two hundred bucks. They might have won fifty grand the race. It's just there needs to. All I'm talking the, the word is deterrence, and there's not enough of deterrence in the penalties that are handed out in racing. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what he got. I'm not exactly familiar with exactly what he got charged with, but there might be a max penalty. That's attached to that charge, whether it was careless or, or, that, or whether it was need, That's what needs to be reviewed yeah. potentially. So. Um, so maybe that's that's uh, for extreme circumstances. But yeah, I felt like that's probably a touch touch mm. on the short side for me. But um, hopefully, speedy recovery for Andrew Atkins who yes. uh, who hurt himself in that really really nasty fall. So now moving on, many thanks to our friends at the Mundaring Hotel and Market City Meets. They, of course, sponsor the WA Racing Mastermind and Get Out Stakes competitions. Stay tuned for more information on how you can enter our competitions throughout the preview. And uh, Sean Nicholsman again? No, no. no, okay. no. We'll save that. Position of power he mm. was on last ah, week. So second. He loomed. He wasn't far away. He loomed. He always looms. He always looms, yeah. And um, just a reminder that my pre-markets preview, the leg up, was released at 7 a.m. this morning on bestbets.com.au. It can also be viewed on the Ausrace website. While Terry Layton and... Daniel Cripps, 
two heavy hitters combined forces for the Wild West video preview. This is available on the Betfair Hub. That's betfair.com.au. Tell you what, how, how poor was last week's sound quality on mine? So my, I had my headphones on under the beanie, I'm pretty sure, and it was recording through the beanie. So a couple of real technologically uh, savvy lads just trying to put a video together. Every week it's going to get worse and worse. Hopefully this week we're going to do it indoors. We'll be together. Hopefully um, the uh, the production value increases a little bit. But <laughs> for those that want to uh, get a hold of the one, one, it's available on all uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all other major podcasting platforms. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah, AJ. please do, listeners. So let's get cracking on Jockey Celebration Day Sprint Edition of the 1-1 one, one Preview, Terry. That rolled off the tongue, didn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a... A bit of a mouthful, isn't it? But we oh. kick things off with uh, actually go Pattern? back rail position four mm. meters. Looks like we're going to get a mostly fine day, about maximum nineteen degrees. Had plenty of rain last week, but not not a lot of rain this week. No, good four track. Yep. Oh, look, what will the what will the rail do, VJ? I uh, don't know what the rail will do, VJ. It's more often than not been playing on pace the last. Period of time, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. I just want it to play fairly. Yeah, I just I just want it to play fairly. This is just it's this is like it's really 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 poor at the moment. It's just crap. Like it's just completely and utterly horrible at the moment. That some weeks the rails quicksand, some weeks if you're not on the rail you can't win the race. So that's just not good racing. So I just want a fair track. Let's hope we see a fair track. Yeah, at the moment Chris is saying that the Bel- Belmont is rated soft five. But I imagine that's going to be good for by the time we roll around to race one on Saturday, which takes us to, which will be at 12.16pm, the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Maiden. This is a pretty low-key old affair. (laughs) Gee whiz, what a a flat start to the preview. National Jockey Celebration Day. I uh, yeah, this definitely this race definitely isn't a celebration. Uh, look, I, I think Goodbye Fed should have something on these, especially with Pikey going on for uh, for Whiting. But um, it's probably going to be three back, one off the fence, and I am I am scared as uh, I am scared of a hot rail. If it's a hot rail, it's probably going to find it difficult to grab a horse like Fire Goddess late BJ. So I've marked them two fifty and four bucks. Winner should come from those two, but I'm not going to be having a bet no matter what happens here. Yeah, not not a strong lean, not a strong push from me either, Terry. I'm going the reverse for you. From you, I'm going Fire Goddess to knock off Goodbye Feds. I was two eighty Fire Goddess, four dollars Goodbye Feds. TT back in the saddle too. Should have yes, mentioned that before. That's sorry. right. So uh, Troy Turner, yes, good. Good to see Troy Turner back in the saddle. He's got one later this afternoon. Uncanny, uncanny timing, uh, which I think is his first ride back. But um, no, it's good to see he's got a nice ride on a Saturday, and he's a, every chance to uh, to kick off his return to the big the big time with a with a winner as well. Yeah, so he hasn't ridden since March twenty two, so mm. over four months on the sidelines for Troy Turner, and uh, yeah, like Fire Goddess, it's been ridden by a Stable Apprentice Victoria Corva. Was probably a good thing beat first up and then don't know how how well it was suited to leading slowly very slowly at um at northern second up that might have been a hot maiden too might have been don't show me up didn't show up yesterday perfect choice of name um but i think uh, drama free should be should go pretty close today the thunder s a nice horse and uh Jono was in that race so i think i think that will turn out to be a reasonable maiden yeah so so maybe with a bit of with a nice little smother i'd like on, to see um, lead on i know really? they won't i know they'll want to take a sick yeah. that, that was probably the better performance of the two yeah um 
But I think you, Jay, on this on this track, take up the initiative in a race that doesn't have that much speed in it, BJ. I'd be imploring Todd. I'd be saying lead. Toddy, that horse are you race. listening? Lot are you Toddy, listening? Lead Toddy. that horse race. All right. Mayfair Trader is the only one that has shown real reasonable gate speed on yep. stage, and that, that's how this track is playing. That a horse like Mayfair Trader, who doesn't looks probably about the fifth, sixth best horse in this, will be hard to run down at twenty yep. to one if if that rail's hot. So. Um, but yeah, I, I can't really even justify going there because he, he or she doesn't look like too much of a horse, to be honest. Yeah, apologies for uh, our really lackluster start to this preview, but it's hard to get enthusiastic about this maiden on a mm, Saturday. But yes. uh, Terry's going for goodbye feds with the wizard on top. I'm going for fire goddess with Troy Turner to make a, um, a winning return to Metropolitan Racing after four months on the sidelines. All right, race two. We like this one a little bit more, Bernard. Um, the two-year-old event. This is a quite an interesting um, little clash here with the return of Starfield Impact, who uh, who was the uh, not all conquering, but Jeezy, she should have. Um, well, she easily could have won uh, a lot more races than she did. Extremely brave in the Caracata. Won a Jim Crack, won a Supremacy. Um, Crystal Slipper snake. Crystal well. Slipper, yes. Yeah, she got all three for Magic Mike, friend mm. of the podcast. Uh, even if he doesn't like it, he's definitely a friend of the podcast. <laughs> um, I um, I do always query how the two-year-olds come back, but this is actually Starfield Impact's third prep. Yep. Um, so she has come back quite nicely once. Look, at, uh, as I'm sure most people will be pretty keen on here, um, Pans Down was a good debut winner. And I think everyone is going to be uh, lumping into the Miller Pike combo when you've got three quick horses. And he's just going to park right on their, um, on their Henry Hammer, I'd suggest. Um, and from there, we really hard to beat. The only thing I will say is that that first up victory, um, while it was soft and he won by nearly three, you had a horse called Excerpt out there challenging Denora and pressure, pressure, pressure. Pike just sat there. It was a gift. It was a complete and utter gift, um, that victory. So this race does have a similar map to it. I think Pans Down will be winning again, but I'd just be wary if it gets into the um, – if it gets anything too short, I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be diving in. So What did you think of the 280, Brad Bet tab touch this Yeah, well, I didn't really – to be honest, Bridge, I didn't actually mark the race and I was a little bit dirty at myself because I, I basically said if, if Pans Down goes up near three bucks, have a bet, and I – I, I stayed out, um, but yeah, it should have been a price. I think 280 will end up looking very good come jump. Uh, clairvoyance for Travis Murray. We had a had a drink with Trav last week. It was good to see him and talk about all his winners. He made sure he let me know how much better he's going than me at the moment uh, in the ownership sense. So well done to Travis. He might have a couple on the card here as well with uh, Rewrite the Stars later. But um, no, Clairvoyance, uh, I think, threw a shoe last week, he said. So um, no major, no harm done there. And Clairvoyance will kick up. And if Clairvoyance can hold out, mm. I think the key is holding out, Janora. Yep, has to. And Mindari. Um, hopefully, if, if we don't back a winner ourselves, hopefully Mindari causes a boil over in the Vale Harvey Crossman plate, BJ. That would be uh, quite nice and quite fitting to see. But um, yeah, House of Serenity will definitely be a watch as well, but you've got to respect when Pike goes on to one of Miller's. You probably could have ridden either, so. Yeah. Pans down for me, BJ, but uh, yeah. What are you, I, what are you um, expecting from Starfield Impact? I am expecting a nice, honest run. Yeah. Uh, a good 400 meter little zip-up trial, the 60 kegs. Who knows? Mm, um, she's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, no, she is very good, mm. yeah. Even her Caracata plate run was monstrous. Like, yeah. She was like three and four wide, punch, improving mm. on a hot tempo, uh, beaten – 
One and then the nine. fact that she has paid at eleven dollars from barrier fourteen, like it's it's nearly impossible to win caricatas <laughs> unless you draw a gate. I'm not actually even going down the usual path yeah. I am with winning caricatas yeah. here, but the fact she SP'd at that price sort of showed <laughs> how uh, how good um, she was going before that. So mm -hmm. no, nah, she can go well. She can go well, but uh, yeah, no, I'm pans down clearly on top for me. But um, yeah, I don't. I'm not really that excited at two bucks. Mm. I was. Uh yeah, so chips in, chips in, pans down. Yeah, I thought you might be. Even money, I was really keen. Pans on down him. and shake it all around. Yeah, really keen on him from his trials into that. That was a nice placement from Simon A. Miller. First up in the thousand midweek, got the job done. I thought he did plenty wrong in the run as well. Mm -hmm. He sort of got keen, got bumped and steadied, and was on heels, off heels. Um, was a bit of a handful for Pike because the, the tempo was a little bit muddling. But once he um, and obviously, as Terry said, he got gifted that that opening when Exit sort of rolled off and took guarded, was it off the took a yeah. couple of them off the track and the seas parted and Pike just pounced. But the clock backed up exactly. Blow the whistle. The clock backed up exactly what he did over the final four hundred meters. His section was stood up on the day. Just looks like he's going to get a very similar run in transit. Um, Miller spoke glowingly of the horse post-race. It's unlike Simon. Yep. And, um, yeah, I think he just wins. Yeah, pans down, hands down. <laughs> oh, let's uh, just do it. You've even do it. On a sad day, yeah, he's just about my best of the day. Might tip pot the entire card here, I reckon. Just yeah, about. really looking forward to seeing um, Starfield Impact back at the track 60 kilos under the set weights and penalties conditions for her three uh dollar wins so she's you know she's, she's the weighted horse she's yeah she's um and she's a really really good filly magic mike it would be great to see one of our cult heroes here at the one mm. one um uh back in the the winner's enclosure but for me i think this is uh i'm pretty keen i think um and good luck to obviously travis murray friend of the podcast Clairvoyance, but I think this is the race for Pans now. I think he wins comfortably. I'm with you, Bernard. All right, race three. Oh, this is a shocker. Uh, the 2,100-meter race. The Crown Perth handicap, the 72 Now, plus. did you end up at Crown last Saturday night? Oh, there's, a, there's a big chance a few of my belongings are still at the Crown, I'd suggest. So if anyone comes across a phone or... Your marbles? Are your marbles? My pair of sunnies, my marbles. <laughs> Jeez, any money we made in the pun that day. Yeah, look, it was a reasonable old stint. Ah, uh, but this this for a seventy two plus BJ, this is a um yeah, this is a this is a very crocker. This mm. is a shocker. So um race should be really between burning pride and Maracino. You gotta decide. For me, you just gotta decide. Do you think the three year old form is better than the older class form? And I'm not really sure. I, I don't I've never been convinced that Burning Pride or Dark Prospect, which are the best of the older brigade in my mind, uh, I've never been convinced that either are um, out and out stayers. Mm. I really felt the 18, 1900 meters was sort of um, was sort of their go. Even if uh, last start, Burning Pride's run second, Dark Prospect fifth. You could argue that Dark Prospect was a slightly better run. You could argue that it's not. I'm not saying that is the case, but uh, Noski rode Burning Pride a treat. I felt while Steve Parnham was a bit stop start and Dark Prospect asked for an effort, pulled up, asked for an effort, pulled up. And I don't think that was. Uh, I don't think it was the most fluent of rides. So I look, thought Burning Pride got into a bit of a. Sticky uh, a little bit of bother, but yeah. I felt that because of that, because of the bother, um, she was probably entitled to let down slightly better than she did. Yep. In saying that, she got out to sixty to one um, late, so there wasn't much support around for a second up over the journey. Look from Barrier One, William Pye, you got her over on top, but um, I have marked uh, I've marked her and Maricino around that three dollar mark, and yep. um, 
yeah, I'm not really interested to play again. The fact that she's short eight, so two thirty uh, locally. Yeah, um, that's understandable too. That like, yeah. really is understandable. The fact that if persistence time gets to 140 to one, I'll probably have something on. If you go back last <laughs> campaign, persistence time won a race. Won a race by seven midweek at Ascot, yeah. at Ascot, and then came out in a seventy-two plus, and it was the best run of the race behind Missile Launch. First two, it's it's built. It's a horse that's building nicely. Fourth up, but um, no, I'm not. I'm not tipping for assistance time. I'm not. Let's just say that clear. I'm not tipping for assistance time. That's so just what, my way. That's just my way of giving this race. The respect it currently deserves. So, what's the price point for persistence time? Where you just just bet? I bet, won't bet, bet, bet. triple first, <laughs> and there won't be bet, 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 triple, triple figures. We might have something small on just because I've got a, because I've got a problem. That's it. So, that's yeah. uh, no, I, I don't. I just no, not interested, Bejo. Yep. Yeah, I concur, Terry. I mean, I wrote in my leg up the William Pike going on to Burning Pride is crucial. Of course, most people are aware that the Wizard holds the key to this mare. All six wins have come with Pike in the saddle and he's ridden her uh, 10 times. So from 10 rides, six wins, he goes back on board for the first time this prep, having her third run for Holly Taylor, who I believe is either foreman or foreperson or very um, one of the- She's going training well. She, but she's one of the leading uh, hands at Team Williams. So mm. this mare has gone from Team Williams to- Holly Taylor, but mm. she's she's effectively in the same setup. I'm pretty sure she travelled with Regal Power and Superstorm to Melbourne um, in their All Star Mole campaigns. So yeah, Holly Holly's doing a really good job. Um, Cousin Ivan on the Aquanita. That's exactly right. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. So my point is that Burning Pride would be Not following much has changed. a sil yeah, would yep. be following a sil similar training program with Holly Taylor. Uh, I imagine so. That's that's a, a educated guess. So I think um, third up has the two grounding runs mile two thousand under her belt. Is gonna Pike's just gonna put it asleep from gate one. I've tipped uh, Burning Pride on top. The price isn't there for me. I thought she was more of a three dollar chance, um, but I might have just um, overplayed some of the um, other horses in the market when I was doing mine last night. Uh, I've got Marachino and Dark Prospect equal um, second favorite around the four dollar fifty mark. Marachino's under that. Dark Prospect is about Marachino, that. The one thing I will. Um, look at with Marachino is the fact that uh, he cleared out from fourth, which was Queen Takes King, who was a really nice winner yesterday in, yeah. a, in a reasonable staying race yeah. uh, midweek with Delta Bell and, and so on. What um, would uh, what would Heaven's Gift and Chantre? I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't know. Would they be? I don't know. Would would they you've, be got to, you've got to make your decision on how you feel. It's a now four-year-old Marachino, yeah. but how those how that form line equates to this, and it's it's not that easy to to put a line through it um, in that sense, to be honest with you. So that's half the reason I was the only horse I really wanted to back here would have been Burning Pride. Yeah, but I, I would have needed to triple my money, and I'll yep. probably do the same thing. I'll probably wait, and if I get triple my money in the exchange, yep. um, I'll probably get involved. But um, it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if Marachino money does come, but it also wouldn't surprise me if Burning Pride's heavily commissioned in the market. Mm -hmm. Barrier one, William Pike, it's um, yeah, it's got all the hallmarks of a horse. It's not really going to get very easy at any point. No, I agree. I agree with Terry's sentiments there. Triple your money on the exchange would be great. Just one question for you, Guru. Are yep. you expecting uh, improvement from Gangbuster? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I was, I was actually – I spoke to Luke earlier. I was going to ask him what the – the plan was there, but um, look, last time Gangbuster went to the 2100s, it went around about 30 to 1 and won a boulder cut with Jade mm. McNaught on it. Lucky Lactar blinkers, you'd expect some aggression here. Um, maybe. I wonder if you can find the rail. Maybe. Remotely. Yeah, mm. maybe, maybe. But um, no, what, what price are we talking? Six, seven bucks? Yep. 
grabbing up this morning. No, that's that's not for me. So uh, eight bucks elsewhere. Yeah, no, I'm I'm staying out. Market looks pretty pretty much back yeah. on. So. Pike, Pike, Pike to recap so far. BJ? You're joking. Pike, 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 Pike. And I reckon after race four, it might be just a, it might be the quartet. Mm, Pikey. Yeah. He's um he's just on Thrilling stuff. Yeah. Enthralling stuff here mm. in the 1-1. One, one. So we're moving on. Might be able to tip all nine favourites here just about, I reckon. Yeah, double digit didn't even crack a mention. Like this no, one, I got like, a message about double. You've, Luke you've messaged changed. me this morning yep. and said, well, it run out the journey. And I wrote back saying no. Mm. So, look, double digits last one was better. Definite improvement. Um, but I don't think double digit gives me the feel of a horse that's going to get 2,100 metres, unfortunately. Mm, you've changed, Guru. Mm. Race four, the Barry McGugan, 70th birthday handicap. Happy birthday, Barry. The Goog. Yeah, the, the Goog. Uh, Macca. Macca. Big Baz. Big Bad Baz. Big Bad Baz on his yeah. 70th. <laughs> Congrats, hey. Baz. Hope it's a great day for you. It's a 1,600 metre, 78 mm. plus. <laughs> Handicap. Ah, oh, jeez. Well, Wizard Pike, he's riding can, not to be missed. He's riding another yeah, fave. Yeah, even money. I sub even money fave. So we can probably try and get this beaten. The way, if you watch that race again last start, not to be missed looming, that was really poor the last 100 metres from not to be missed. Uh, not to be missed, should have won that horse racing. And say, oh, and he did have to sustain a run and Pike made the probably the wrong decision not to get inside horses and ride it for luck. If he Patton? rode it for luck, I think it wins. Yeah, Patton's fine. Again, against Patton? It loomed at the 100. How far he was off them, he, she, sorry, um, how far he was off them at the 100 um, was how far he was off them at the end. So he didn't actually make an inroad on Wrinkley or Giraffe over the final 100. Yeah, his so. final 200s were very similar to uh, – Yeah, his, but his, so that's His the, 400 to the 200 was enormous and then he peaked. Yeah, yeah. so my, my query is here, um, we remember not to be missed against Lace Vinci last campaign, sustained an entire race run basically. Yep. So I didn't think not to be missed would have an issue with peaking on the run. But it, to me, it looked as though not to be missed really, um, really did peak on that run, which is a bit of a concern, but it also means he may have needed that to bring him forward just that little bit further potentially. Look, from barrier six with the way this race is um, mapped out, um, he's got Tard directly Thard. Thard. Tard. Thard. It sounds like a something you need to get the doctors for. <laughs> um, and there you go, Chris and Michael, Jan Jemmy listed for that one. I, some of the others just says Chris Jan Jemmy. Yeah, yeah. That's odd. Anyway, so Thard can't... Uh, Thard can't uh, lift its legs early. Strike force goes forward. And um, so basically it means he should be able to come across. It's basically barrier five. That's what I'm trying to say here. Yep. And he'll, uh, he could well end up just three pairs back, one off. And I've got him from one. There. I've got him one, one. Uh, yeah. Well, he, well, he's never got out the gates. So I don't know how he can. We can't have him one, one, can we? He well, doesn't, he, just, doesn't, he doesn't begin. He, simply, he doesn't ever jump. I he might ride him big early and try mm. and put him in a spot and put him to sleep. That could happen, but... Um, yeah, he's going to have to be gutsed out. But look, you, you don't want to back against him, but there's no way I'm taking even money about a horse I really felt loomed and peaked that hard. Um, military ruler I was pretty keen on seven days ago and a little disappointing with the run he actually got there. Uh, I think that was a really hot form race, Inspirational Girl. Massimo. It was a very high rating race too. The figures were big. Yeah, I think that was a huge form race. They cleared mm -hmm. out from pro consent in fifth by about three further lengths. So military ruler, mile, 54 and a half. Big weight swing. I think that's the... Um, uh, that's the main danger, but the one we're gonna, yeah, that's that's the main danger. You can make a look if you're looking at giraffe and um, not too miss last run, and the fact giraffe's probably gonna land on the back of military ruler just about know, at, at 12 bucks each way. Giraffe's probably a better bet than not too miss at a dollar 90, I'd suggest. But, um, I don't know, we're gonna have something each way on strike force here, BJ. At, at I think it's 150 to one at the moment. So, last win was in the um, <laughs> the Woodford Cup in December under the training of Lindsay Smith. 
in Melbourne. Right. Um, couple of runs, uh, last prep. When I say last prep, he had a little three-month break when he was 3.8 mystery miss, four lengths. Mm. We'd go lucky. They weren't horrible. Yeah, uh, six lengths. Shed ratings points, gets into this with 52 and a half. We'll hold the front and we'll leave. Yeah. That's why Bo's yeah. gone on board, expecting him to be beaten seven lengths. But at 150 to one, BJ, I'm happy having something on each way. Yeah, I've got him leading as well. So Attack. very simple start. If 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 we see a little bit of uh, happiness in the rail and the rail looks nice and um, lush, I reckon that Strike Force um, doesn't have to. It shouldn't be 150 to one. It should be 50 to one. You so. were, you were predicting bold front running tactics from Bobo last Saturday on Sharp Bob. What happened? Uh, oh, and Bad Wolf as well. Oh. Uh, Sharp Bob more in particular. And you laughed at me at the at the 15 bucks, <laughs> and you made me second guess myself. And then it ended up starting eight. <laughs> It's halved in price, and um, I don't the way the track, the way the track was playing, yeah. I'd marked it eight bucks or nine bucks as well. The way yeah. the track was playing, um, I, I believe if if they jumped and led with the with the low weight, they would have won the race. Mm. It was a huge run coming uh, coming out. What won that so. race? Pearls and prawns, yeah, yeah. Pearls and prawns, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, front running tactic strike force, but um, no, I, I think uh, I I don't really want to get overly involved here. Military ruler giraffes to me are, are probably slightly. Above the prices at sevens and twelves, but um, that's only because I've got not to be missed two forty five, which means there's a little bit more juice in the others. But yeah, you do get the feeling not to be missed will peak and win this race. But so I'm really, really opinionless here, aren't I? Yeah, well, I mean it's it's hard to get too too enthusiastic it is. about uh, not to be missed dollar dollar ninety five. We could could you tip it, but you're saying it's two forty five your mark. Mm-hmm. I've got him two twenty, so he's a, he's under mine as well. I was four fifty. Fred Dag, would you have Fred Dag? Uh, Eleven bucks. I guess oh, there's no com- there's no way that Fred Dag gets past not to be missed. Yeah. So I I mark my markets a little bit skew if in that sense you're going to have them both sprinting together i can't see any way that fred dag out sprints not to be missed so um, yeah simply um, yeah i agree with that yeah. sentiment um, fred, fred dag could probably the most likely horse would probably run second yeah if that makes sense but yeah. to actually beat it it would have to the race would have to be run in a different manner like we saw last week where wrinkly and giraffe or a fortnight ago yeah. where wrinkly and giraffe were the two that kicked clear mm-hmm. and it was neither fred dag nor not to be missed that could catch those leaders this so. is going to be a real pattern race as well that's, isn't it? because that's, um, that's, right. well, that's the only thing because, i really wanted to say because was, r- the wrinkly race the other oh hang on this this is a perfect setup for wrinkly mm-hmm. and you know and, and it made life difficult for not to be missing fred dag who we're going to be getting back and, and running on so have a quick have a Pattern. have have a look at races one two three and you know if if, if they're if, making ground yeah. i've probably got not many issues in um considering two bucks two 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 yeah. twenty about uh not to be missed to be honest but yeah. uh, if they're not making ground then um yeah you just want to be guts in on strike force at the 200 <laughs> <you just> say. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm, I'm. What do you? What about mankind up to the mile? No, blinkers off. No. Gonna get the, dry, gonna get dry track run. blinkers off. Mile twelve hundred to a mile. That's no, no, no chance in the world. Yeah, and um, I'm expecting. I and, think mankind's going to win one very soon. But yeah. I'm waiting for the for the rain. I'm waiting for twelve fourteen hundred. So okay. Um, and there's uh, too many. There's just too many queries there. You got blinkers off. You've got. Uh, first time mile up from the twelve, and you've got a dry track. Which, yeah, none of that, um, none of that looks to be ticking boxes. Yep, I think might see a bit more from Lord Help Me Run uh, second up, mm. but he's gate nine, twelve hundred to sixteen hundred, and might 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 be more more of a third up uh, setup for Lord Help Me Run. But yeah, not this looks the perfect race for not to be missed, um, and yeah, pattern dependent. That even money quote might end up being a good price on the day. So we'll wait and see. We will.
we love to we love to wait and see. We always do our best work late. We don't really, but these days we've got no choice. All right, race five, BJ, they're quite clean. Are we doing the um, before we go to uh Yes, uh, the mind of Masters. Yep. Hang on, let me get the pen and paper. All right. Listeners, it's time for the Mundaring Hotel's WA Racing Mastermind Competition. The Mundaring's been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get a chance, drop in and see the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day. Let him know you're a 1-1 listener. Congrats to last week's WA Racing Mastermind, Jason Wilson. $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring is in the mail as we speak. Wilson, I watched Castaway for the first time. I reckon. You seen it? No, I've never seen Castaway. Mm, really? I watched it for the first time. The other, I, I really would love to, I love to discuss the morals and the um, the motives and the feelings you get behind the movie. I felt it was an emotional movie for me. Two really? hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, emotional movie. Not sure about um, if I agree with everything that occurred at the end, but uh, highly recommend it. Yeah, I have listened to a podcast about Castaway, so I know a bit about it. But <laughs> you I want to listen to a podcast, but I haven't actually watched it. Exactly. There's a podcast called uh, The Rewatchables. Now, okay. if 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 you if you're into movies. The rewatchables on the Ringer. What's your favourite movie of all time? Oh, that's a tough question, Terry. Um, put you on the spot here, haven't I? You have put me on the spot. Let me get back to you, but I okay. will say that me and my six-year-old daughter are running through the Star Wars series at the oh, moment. Oh, really? So we're 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 right into <laughs> we're right into Star Wars at the moment at uh, at my place. So that's um and the lightsabers out. Yeah, and we're about to watch ET or the Karate Kid this weekend. I'll let you know which which way we go and what we come up with. So <laughs> okay, um, I look forward to it. But getting back to the mastermind winner, Jason Wilson. I think that he might have a share in persistence time. So hang on. Oh, oh, hey, hang it's on. All, it's all coming together, isn't it, it? It's all coming together. It's all coming together. You could probably lob that all up into um, Persistence time into Strike, strike Force. force. No, nah, just the two of them. And <laughs> you're done. One, one unit, I reckon you're done. You're, uh, you're absolutely Don't get, don't get greedy. No, nah, don't get greedy. No, no, that's enough. If you can get a company to accept that, you've done extremely well. All right. So to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to answer the following three questions correctly, Terry. Here we go. This should be i I'm just bowling one up here. This should be a- um, Half volley. Half volley. Name the apprentice jockey who outrode William Pike to record his first ever winner at Pinjarra last week. Mm. Correct spelling too, that's yeah. important. Trick question. Had to be my black book too. Yeah, trick mm. question, question two. Who was Burning Pride's original trainer? I'll let you ponder that one. Question number three. Name the two horses that finished ahead of Red Can Man in the 2019 WA Guineas. The guru is just scribbling feverishly on his notepad. Mm. Let's see how he goes. So I know who started favourite in the Guineas. Who was that? Oh, I got Yeah, sorry, I got him. Who started favourite in the Guineas? Yeah. The people's champ. Dig deep. Yeah, the big fella. The big fella started uh, – Started the pick of and uh, D Oliver went on. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that right now. I don't know why I'm even bringing that up. So um, direct message your responses to those three questions. Also, if you miss them in the run, you can either rewind on your podcast or you can jump onto Twitter at the one one pod. We put all the questions up weekly. So direct message your answers to those three questions and you could be in the running for a $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel, not a $100,000 gift voucher. So just clarify yeah, that. <laughs> It's a bit of false advertising there. We How'd you on. go? Uh, yeah, the second one, I'm just going to have to just let my brain um, just 
whizzed around a few times a little bit. I know it was with, uh, obviously, we mentioned Williams before, a bit of a, bit of a giveaway. They won't give mm-hmm. so much away. But I'm guessing it must have been with someone before that as well. Possibly. You know, um, this, is yeah. where, this is where this is, this is is where the masterminds do yeah, their best work. Yeah, no looking on Chris. I'll have a stab at that one later. We've definitely got two of them. Well, um, yeah, I'm still chasing my first mastermind title, <laughs> so I'm going far away. <laughs> All right, race five, the Quay Clean. Is it Quay Clean? It's Quay Clean. Key Clean? No, Quay. Quay? Yep. <laughs> A Quay Clean handicap, the Key Clean. Nah, if it was Key, it'd be K-E-Y, wouldn't it? Ah, <laughs> uh, the- <laughs> oh, dearie me. All right, the Quay Clean. Uh, Quay clean. 1,300 metres. Um, interesting little race, this. I, mm. I, I, got, I just got a stack of respect for that that race we saw seven days ago, um, which is just discussed. Inspirational girl won it. Massimo ran second after being challenged by Mr. Genoa throughout. And Serenity Bay was one of the runs of the race. So I think threw him to run third with military rule of fourth, broken centre, mile away in fifth. I just think that's better form. And um, I simply just think that uh, Serenity Bay wins with a six yeah. out of ten ride. I think he can probably breeze here and win. If he manages to get come across and get a spot, which he may well do because he's W Pike, um, he'll definitely win. He could sit deep and potentially still win. But look, you're basically back in the right here. The price at the moment has been like that's that's a bit silly from a horse from Barrier Nine. No matter how well it's going, we can't be taking. What are we talking? Brad bet two forty dollar seventy five. Yeah, even a dollar seventy five. That's jeez. Yeah, that's that's not good enough. So. Um, no, nah, no interest. The the dollar seventy five. I marked inflation the second pick at four eighty. Mm-hmm. Purely the money that came last start. The fact he's going to hold the rail. And the fact that the rail's been playing hot. But again, wait for the day. If the rail's red hot, wouldn't be afraid to back inflation even each way if you can get six slash two type thing. But um, yeah, look at Serenity Bay on top. That's five pikes in a row. That's really good stuff. Yeah, really, really good stuff. So you can't. I just can't make a, much of a case to any of the others. Beautiful Mind's the only one, mm. um, but I'm really concerned about the ratings points that she picked up for that Phillies and Mares win. She's now been absolutely belted. She gets into this with 60. Uh, Lucy will map her nicely. Yeah, Left-hand whip will suit the horse, but 60 yeah. kegs against what I think might be a better horse, five kilos down on it. It's just, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to come out. But, yeah, Beautiful Mind's one that will improve. Peter. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I went. I went with mm. beautiful mind, but I think it was just more of a case I was just suffering from a bit of pike poisoning. To be honest, here. pike, that's good. I've heard that one. <laughs> I was just, I was just, I was done with this the is wizard. even vortex stuff. This yeah. is just like this is yeah, this is out, way outside. You of don't the have a, yeah, you don't even have a yeah, you don't even have a, a choice. But uh, yeah, you just feel choiceless to to tip those. Yeah, ones. and I mean, look, Serenity Bay, as the price suggests, just stands out. Uh, however, I just thought. Bugger, I'm going to see if I can sort of jam something uh, in on top above Serenity Bay and I landed on Beautiful Mind. Just oh, jam it in. Yeah, just jam it. I was really keen on her second up in the Jungle Mist Classic mm. last year and she ran into Electric Light who was just – who just Perfect was, jewels was all, in those races Yeah, too. it was just awesome. So, um, so ran second and then followed up by winning the 1,400-metre Jungle Dawn Classic two weeks later and um, – She's very sparingly raced, so might have a few issues, but has got plenty of talent. The first up run was a bit inconclusive. It was fine. Um, I thought it was fine. Yeah, it was. Um, it was almost like she was in another race to the the ones at the top. That was the windstorm. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Massimo? Was so pro- the, I always I query sometimes. I understand that windstorm was a dollar forty, dollar fifty, but yeah, she was over a hundred to one on the exchange. Yeah, as well, so. yeah. Uh, so, but she was gate nine that day. Went back. Was never really in contention. Uh, sort of just. Jared Noski sat up on her late from four, hoping she can hold a spot for Lucy Warwick. 
and um, be closer and, and she can compete more. Slight gear change with the tongue tie going on. Lindsay Smith has just been doing some mm. uh, amazing things with his stable on both the East and West Coast at the moment. Can't have, have to respect everything he saddles up uh, or his team saddles up. So look, uh, for something different, I've gone beautiful mind on top. I didn't really like the early local prices, but the prices that have come out. Brad on, obviously agreed with you. Yeah, the prices that come out on the other corporates are more to more. I was $6, beautiful mind. Mm -hmm. And I was, was just looking to take on Serenity Bay in any possible way. But yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. Beautiful mind on top. All right, I like it. I think, uh, yeah, on another day, I could have probably uh, been in a similar mindset to you. I just, just that five kilo swing. Yeah. Jeez, on what I think at the moment could be a better horse. It's, yeah, no, for, not, a, for a, not a betting race. For a moment, she, lo she loomed like she was going to make things really interesting for Inspirational Girl yep. last Saturday, but Inspirational Girl is just like another level. Yeah, like she's really, really good. Yep. You mentioned something before about the wizard mm -hmm. slotting in. How, what did you think about him slotting in on Truly Great in the staying race last Saturday? Well, I was actually going to make note of that. Do you do you think that maybe some of that had to do with the fact that she'd lost the saddle and she knew that she was trying to restrain or stay out of the way? That's a that's a query I have. Yeah. Um, Jade tends to. I, I think there's a, a mindset at times. You're better off handing up to the best horse and what you feel is the best horse in the race because it gives you the toe into it. I think that might be a mindset, but that was. If that was just a hand up to let Pike in, that was just that was horrible. It, it didn't look good. It just looks so bad. It but just looks so bad. And the work, the, so did the saddle slip while she was doing that, or prior yeah, to that? Yeah, that's exactly. Or well, didn't look. It didn't look like it had slipped at that stage. No. It looked like the real person. Like you, had, you had the favour. You oh. had the dollar sixty pop sitting three deep. The I, trip. Under, I understand you. I understand you giving up your spot if if you're travelling and you're in a rhythm. But she had to like yeah, she had to restrain had to significantly yeah. Yeah. just to. And it, it was just like, oh, hang on, what's going on here? Oh, yeah. Truly Great slotted in. And that was the only way you could make a case for Truly Great getting having any real dramas is if it went back to last or if it got caught three wide, no cover. And then all of a sudden it's gifted a one-off and it was just, it was all over from there. No, we were all laughing at the time watching it live. None of us really got stuck in with any serious, oh, a few lads didn't mind Truly Great at the yeah. earlys, but it uh, wasn't for me at the first go at the journey. One like winks in the end. Mm. But um, yeah, no, we were just, uh, the, the lads that were on it were just laughing saying, how did, how did we possibly get let in there? So, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Jade's riding, one thing I've noticed since she's got a senior stutter riding as a senior, she's riding a lot more um, defensively. She just wants to take holds out the gates. She's jumping well. Like there was, There's just been some rides recently. The finest last week was one, for example. She, It's a horse that can get out well. She was desperate from barrier four to be last mm. over a sprint journey. Like There's just some at the moment. You just, you just don't understand what the mindset. I still think aggressive um, jockeys, especially – uh, early, still early in their career. Um, there, there is a lot to be said for being aggressive, and more horses are run uh, a one, a run and one on pace than, than off. So, yeah, just something have, I've did, noticed. Did you see? Was there any questions asked about the not that I saw. fancy folks? I, not I, that I saw. I, I can't see how there possibly wasn't a question asked, but yeah. um, that's why I'm not a steward. We digress. Mm. We've ripped through this preview, Terry. How are we going? <laughs> Up well, and about here at uh, one. Gets a bit more interesting. The last, uh, the back half of the car, doesn't it? Though. 1-1 one, HQ, one we're absolutely burning through the preview. First leg of the Quadrella, mm. Terry. R6. Race 6, uh, the C-Corp handicap, 1,200 metres, special conditions, one metro win. It's basically, yeah, it's a good old-fashioned graduation handicap. Oh, this, is, um, this is not a bad little race. Mm. It is a nice race. Where, uh, where, where, are you, where are you leaning? Where's your map with this one, BJ? We got, uh, we got RTP, round the point, um, Kicking up and and holding at the top. 
Yeah, I wonder if Lucky Lactar can get Choice Command out of the machine. Well, I've been on Choice at its last two in town. Uh, sorry, in the country. Mm. Um, in Jerry, yeah. When knocked mm. off that, when it was knocked off by Joe Vella, that was one of the biggest runs you've seen. The work that was done early um, to circle the field, find the breeze. It was yeah, pretty pretty flattening to see a horse get up in the rail and knock us off that day. But <laughs> that's racing. We uh, we live and we learn. Um, but the thing with Choice Command's last couple, even though it's gone forward, it's had to really muster to get there. So around the point looks a pretty reliable beginner that can get out the gates, ping them and yep. find the top. So I think it's more likely than unlikely that around the point will lead him up. Um, mm, choice I command was, in the breeze. Choice command potentially in the breeze yep. or, or Lucky might even look to do his his favourite little um, uh, leader's back trip if, if Brody's rolling along enough with um, with around the point. So yep. he can have a choice there. But yeah, the, the, the horse you need to map, I think, first and foremost in this race is uh, False Statement. Yeah. Big fan of False Statement. Question marks on um, how well he goes on the dry. I don't think it's just because his stats are heavily skewed to the to the wet doesn't mean he is a wet tracker. Um, I think he still can go well on the dry, but uh, look, this is a lot harder here. If at best he's breezing, I don't think he's that quick a horse. He led last start, but that was when there was absolutely no speed in the race. Yep. So Maddie was able to kick up from gate one and, and hold the rail. Yeah, I think Maddie might get caught deep here, and it's three wide no cover. This is a harder race to be caught three deep the trip. Um, if if it's playing well out wide, Maddie gets him going better than no one out wide. So. Monitor that on the day, BJ. But look, you do think that Dart Mission's going to get the right run in behind him. Yeah. Um, didn't beat much last start. Well, I'm saying that didn't beat much. He had put a spell on you and uh, Plato, who have come out and won since. So probably did beat a bit, but Plato and put a spell on you. When, when I say that, they were in the wrong parts of the track, both having tough runs uh, on that particular day. So uh, look, Dart Mission should land. If, if Choice Command gets out and finds the 1-1, one, one, Dark Mission could nearly just uh, find the breeze, sorry. Dark Mission could just about find the 1-1. One, one. At worst, probably three pairs back. Pike mm. will look for gaps. Would have loved to have seen him. Would have loved to have seen her. Would have declared her at 1,400. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. Um, so at 252.60, probably about my mark at the moment and probably not a bet at that price for me. Yeah, suspect rewrite the stars, go around over the odds. She got out. She was 250 to 5 bucks last start. Beat Belmo Pago on merits. Belmo Pago since been one of the biggest runs of the day. She was stiff three starts ago. Probably should have gone a lot closer to beating Bright Dye and Puckapunyal. The start before that, she's run third to showmanship under a length. Mm -hmm. The C1 she won was a really nice, sweet C1, like a pretty, pretty deep C1. Like she's just, she's, she will go around over the odds because of some of the money for the other runners here, BJ. So look, we'll monitor the market, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really pointed anyway at the current price that it's really going to be a bet, bet fair dictated bet for me yeah that sounds about right what price rewrite the stars for you uh i had rewrite the stars at bear with me bernard i, I was, was just um, there's just so much happening in I was 550 four, i was four dollars rewrite the stars two, okay. 275 dark mission okay um, false statement a bit longer eight dollars yeah i had false statement seven bucks so yeah round the point and um Apollo? Apollo, both going well. Same Around the point, 1,200 and a dry track. So with Brody, it just, just turned me off a little bit. But Apollo, as I said, probably on map and form, probably should be shorter. Mm. But, uh, just doesn't win, does he? Doesn't win, no. Interesting a, um, interesting runner is born to try, having its first start Delta, for, good for, for the Rice, uh, Ross Price stable. Previously, a member of Team Williams showed plenty in her first racing prep. Like quite a classy filly last time in work. Mm -hmm. um, hasn't been seen since last October. Had a barrier trial in January and then had another barrier trial with Six Ross Price in the 15th of June. Mm. Big gap between trial and race. 
Gate 11, first up, Brad Parnham. It'll be a watch and see for me with Born to Try. Interesting that a few horses have left Team Williams, and I wonder if that was more to do with, you know, them wanting to take horses east and things like that and concentrate on the Cerise and White Brigade. Chantre's left, um, Born to Try, maybe their outside clients have had to, they've had to knock back a few along the way to focus on um, their – a-listers for the for Peter's investments, mm-hmm. but um, but anyway, this this filly's got this man now has got ability, but it'll be a watch on her first up. For me, I just was just taken with with Dark Mission, was in a lot of bother, held up, shuffled, splits came. William Pike had to weave, change direction a couple of times, but she still smashed the clock. Um, last two hundred, first up twelve hundred meters, just showed some real real exciting closing speed can she replicate that 1200 second up again that's my slight concern as terry said i agree 1400 meters would have just been about a moral dark mission in a similar vein to how uh, expressionist was yesterday i suppose 1200 to 1400 um so but yeah dark mission stands out as a horse to beat i'm i'm pretty confident she'll she'll be saluting i did did think that rewrite the stars when it balanced up and let down geez it let let rip late at Pinjarra, mm-hmm. uh, it was a really, really good win. Just sort of Chrissy Parnham had to navigate his way inside to outside, across hills. Looked like it was gonna, wasn't going to get there for a stride or two, but then she just went whoosh. And um, that was a really, really good win from a horse that the stables always had a very high opinion of. So I wouldn't be, if, I wouldn't be turning off her if you, if you like it. But for me, it's a two-horse race between, between those two, and I'm leaning uh, towards Dark Mission, Cerise and White, Team Williams. Uh, Petrocity Hackwatch was a uh, top-notch trialer for me. Might be, <laughs> might be a late, uh, late nibble bet fair if it gets right out. Well, um, did for, you see for Damian Miller? Well, did you see that uh, there's one today, uh, Dorado? And yes. Uh, Damian Miller's obviously uh, not turned up today for whatever reason. So there's been a late jockey change from one of Hex at fifty to one. Who's on board? W Pike. Oh. Yeah, so it's pretty quickly 50s into 15s this morning. <laughs> so just keep an eye on that. And uh, if Damien doesn't turn up, uh, Petrosi's troll is huge. If Damien yeah. doesn't turn up and you're seeing 60, 70 to 1 with perhaps someone that's um, ridden a winner recently, um, then you can probably, uh, yeah, consider it. But uh, now Dart Mission looks pretty hard to beat, BJ. Sure but again. Who's riding it? Yeah, I'm, I, actually, I actually, I don't even... Uh, dear, that's six. I'm pretty sure I'll put him on top six in a row. Like, it's yeah, I just oh, geez, you can't make things up though, can we? We can't make things up, BJ. Anyway, here we go. We're, we're going to change it up here. Finally. What about what about when um, persistence time and strike force just go bang? And um, yeah, just, I, just, just, I don't want to, I don't want my names to be against those two <laughs> horses. I'm basically, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really, it might be, like really the, might be like the first two races at Pinjarra last Thursday. Were they well, like, it could be, yeah, 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 we might need a Nobel spirit type result there. And so hopefully Aussie gets a ride up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on to the uh, the the name uh, the race name that rolls off the tongue, the Jockey Celebration Day Sprint eighty four plus. I've tipped Pike six in a row, but BJ he's got to be the lay of the day here. I reckon. What do you think? Got to be. Yeah, I'm trying to get him beat as well. Got to be. Got to be. Got to be. I don't have to. Try, I didn't have to try and get him beat. He just yeah. um, she. She just um, well maps back. Rises oh, she five maps kilos. Back. She gets the seven points because she went in the the both arm was a ninety plus as an eighty seven rider, so she gets the four points from that plus the three to get to the ninety. So she gets three and a half kilos for that one. So the swing just on Mervern. Yep. 
uh, is I think it's three kilo swing. It's just it's a flat three kilo swing on Swerve and Mervin, and we'll get straight to the point here, BJ. I, I saw your your selections this morning on the um, the leg up. Uh, how do you not have Mervin in your four? I just I didn't understand. I'm, you don't see a, a horse over a thousand meters from barrier one that gets a map like this. There yeah. is no other speed in it. If this rail plays okay, the race is over. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I. I I haven't been excited about one all day, and I do want to save on one. And it's actually, I have, as I said, I've seen your tips, and so I'll let you describe the one you like as yeah. well. But gee whiz, I've I've probably gone a little bit um, skew if with my market here, and it's one you can probably wait to the day. Even if we don't take the four fifty that's currently around, we wait to the day. We see the rails play nice, and we take three fifty. That's fine. But I've marked Mervin sub three bucks here. Um, Mitchell goes forward. Mitchell rolls. Who's in the breeze? Snowchino, maybe Floyd, River Dance as a cross market ruler. But all I'm saying is that none of them are going to stay with Mervyn if they breeze. Yeah. That's the thing. So, geez, give me – if this rail is good again. Cold rail. Mervyn, honestly, cold rail. If, yeah, if it's a cold rail, that's that's bad. <laughs> but back, the fact it's a 1,000 doesn't mean it's impossible, but it's I must, have, I must have had cold rail in the back of my mind well, when I was doing the floor. I just don't understand. How you, but honestly, if, <laughs> if the rail is hot, Mervyn is even money chance. Yeah. Yep. Mervin, hang on, are we going to say this? If, if the rail's hot, Mervin's unbeatable. It's that. It's it's almost that simple. So that's the quote. On. That's the quote of the. Oh dear, yeah, that's your uh, that's your little that's your little. Let's be grab. Article. Yeah, that's your grab. That's what I was after. Mm. But uh, yeah, look, pretty pretty keen. Um, Mervin, they went about six above benchmark, and they were just stopping. And uh, essential spice, Saraceno, we're all coming late. Bang bang bang. But um, oh, Mitchell on down at the fifty six. That's going to be his catch weight. It just yeah, you're going to have guns and never on your back. Snow Chino, horse load around you. Yeah, four dollars fifty, please. That's um, that's a that's a little little bit of a gift. But the guru's back. I like it. Well, it's hey. the only race that. Well, there's only two races of the day. I Bullish. actually want to have a proper bet on. But, Bullishness. Um, tell you what, with with my markets, I can save comfortably at the prices. Mm. Um, Floyd, and I know you like Floyd because, as I said, I have I haven't seen your other numbers, but I did see this race yeah. and. Um, Floyd, uh, I've marked a clear second elect. Um, Floyd's runs last campaign with Jerry on were huge. Like, uh, this, they were 78 pluses. Just because this is an 84 plus, it doesn't mean they're any harder. Yeah, they were just simply huge efforts with Jerry on. The trial was really good from the barrier and the lack of speed in this can land a lot closer to them. Yeah, I think Floyd's the main danger at the uh, at the weight speed. The fact we're getting 450 and, and well, it was eight to one yesterday, I think yep. it's still 750 yep. um, for Floyd. That is just the the double play of the century and play the Quinella as well. So I'm um yeah I'm really really happy to get involved here. I genuinely might barely not have a bet in the first six. Um, just to to really hammer this in the next race, which we'll talk about in a moment, BJ. Oh, stay tuned, punters. Yeah, so I have uh, yeah mysteriously left Mervin out of my four. But what's uh, happened there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just cold, he missed out? Cold rail. Yeah, cold rail. Cold rail and just not, a, just not a Belmont horse, I think. I think that must have been what was floating. Is that, is floating that I don't know. Is I think I, think I just made yeah, it up. How big was his run in the, in the Beaufort? Massive. Considering. Massive. I'm, no knock on Mervyn. But, um, big Merv. But, don't, uh, don't listen, Luke. Christ. I felt- Poor um, Luke Fernie, friend of the podcast. <laughs> That's a personal blight on him. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, it uh, looks like if, if it gets beat, you're going to be the person to blame. Yeah, 100% Terry. I will be. Stop um, trains. So I'm um, I'm Keen Floyd. Everything that Terry said, uh, as Terry touched on a couple of races ago, Chris and Michael Ganjimi 
names mm. up in lights, the new training partnership for season 2021. Obviously, in the past, it's all been Chris Ganjimi, but brother Michael has come on situation. board. This Michael, Mikey situation on Twitter. Uh, Chris and Michael Ganjimi, good luck to the new partnership. And they've got they've rolled out quite a reasonable sized team for Jockey Celebration Day at Belmont. Um, and they've got two live chances in this, Floyd and Saraceno, who was really, really good again in the uh, Central Spice Bowfine. But he just finds it hard to win does Saraceno but for me I'm keen on Floyd he as Terry said his form last preparation against some really really high quality horses was excellent probably he he, he won over 1400 on the 28th of March but his two runs prior to that probably oh. should have won both of them as yeah. well like and, and who were they against uh Valor Road yes Valor yes. Road and it, yeah they were just so big they were so 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 big so. um loves Belmont Goes good fresh, uh, loves a thousand. Trialed up nicely underneath Jerry Noski at Belmont on July twenty. Tipping the Ganjimi brothers will have the uh, will be pretty keen to make a make a statement. Um, first day of the training partnership, I, I think that eight dollars Floyd is a really really yeah, good it's price. Crazy, isn't it? It's a really yeah. good price for if this. If you're so. suspecting a cold rail, if you're one of those cold rail suspected, <laughs> you can back Floyd each way. I reckon just about. But I'm uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm going to double play. And Jesus, can you – like Jericho Missile at $4.40 or 5 bucks, whatever. I understand Jericho Missile has got the X, yeah. you know. Uh, he's got the X factor. But back to the 1,000 metres, I, I just think, Joey, they, they're probably going to have to instruct him to ride him out the back. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. I just this, – this race is, hasn't I got th- much happening here. I thought Guns of Navarone could be the blowout. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I've got my, my exact notes for this race. Mm-hmm. I've, it's load the 450, load the 8 bucks, and then um, late on Betfair, don't lose Guns of Navarone, but I'm expecting it to trade 20s, yeah? high 20s, 20s oh, I reckon. Really? So oh. you can have ne- – I don't want to win on Guns of Navarone, but it's the only horse I'd consider having just that little bit you, on. You could see it having the Mervyn back. Mervyn's back. And everything – it'll shake everything else off. And it's a Neville sort yep. of setup, isn't yep. it? Sort of under the radar – Yep. 35 days between runs. Guns of Navarone's been racing so well since they've been spacing him and saving mm-hmm. him for 1,000-meter races. 54 kg. I think he was four and five deep the entire last start in that flow essential spice race. It was massive. Yep. Uh, so Guns of Nav uh, is, the, is the knockout for me. But I really like – I reckon this is a really good setup for Floyd and I'll be definitely having something on him for sure. Yep. All right. Mervyn, it is. And then, then, and then that's the uh, seventh winner for Pike. <laughs> if Mervyn doesn't run top four, that's um, – yeah, that'll do, man. I'm not doing next week's podcast with you. That's it. I'm actually – Wasn't there a big statement made last weekend? Uh, what was my statement last weekend? Uh, I lost a few cartons last weekend. Did you? At the races, yeah. yeah. I, I bet people – a few things that would happen in or out of the run. I took massive wasn't, unders Wasn't there time. a bet along the lines of if such and such happens that you're giving up punting? Uh, probably. Yeah. Did that occur? I'm not sure. I, I, probably just, did. I remember you muttering something along well, those lines. Well, I remember lines. when I was a younger man, I'd said if this if this always wins, I'll eat the, uh, I'll eat the king. Uh, the Kingsley Tavern used to be our local. And, yeah, um, yeah I had to eat the king about 400 times, I think, <laughs> over the journey. So, <laughs> all right, this is a this is a cracker, BJ. This, cracker. Is, a, this is a good one. This is a, a, an exciting horse race here. Over the 1,000 metres, um, We've got so the return of the all uh, the all conquering. Well, three from three at least. That's pretty all conquering. Mm-hmm. Um, Cliffs, uh, Clifford, Clifford of of Comforts, BJ, and um, is that is that where you're heading? Are you are you in team team Clifford? I am Cliffs of Comfort. Mm. Yeah, strong. What are we What are we doing on a map point of view here? Attack, Joe, Joey has a party. We're definitely attacking, but what are you going to give him? 
Let me just just going to give him the rail. He's going to lead from eleven over a thousand, is he? No, I don't. I don't really mind. I'm suspecting that hopefully transgressor hasn't really been jumping that well. But if it jumps, Chris Graham will saw him to the front. He needs to be sawed, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's time to saw him. Saw him, yeah. It's time to saw him. And I think if how that, would you spell saw? That's a good. Question. I haven't got a clue. Saw. I like to think I'm quite a good speller. No, I actually don't know the answer. Saw him, Chris Graham, if you're listening. Saw transgressor to the front. And uh, I think then just cliffs just glides across, sits outside. Glides. Glides across, sits How? outside, transgressor, and uh, just pummels them. Don't know. Don't think so. No. No. How do you see so. the race playing out? Well, if you go back through Cliffs of Comfort's <laughs> runs, um, you'll see that Cliffs isn't actually a very quick beginner. Um, first up, drew inside of Mr. Delegator, and that's how they got to the top there. Yeah. Muscled through. Second up, it led Laverod, but Laverod breezed that day. There was no speed in that race whatsoever. Third up, when beating Riverbow, another day where there was absolutely no speed in the race. It's just found sprints with no speed in it. So, look, I think Cliffs of Comfort's strength is going to prove to be his ability to sustain a sprint over the 1,200. I think yep. he's going to be a nice 1,400-meter horse as well. I'm not sure. If you go back to his 1,000-meter trial, Bosnick beat him comfortably. Recent 1,000-meter trial was pretty good. I don't know if 1,000 meters is going to be his go. I think he's going to be better. This I could be – I'm going to very likely have egg on the face here. I think he's going to be better over the 12. His numbers, as I've been informed, his numbers are huge and basically say he should just win this race. But look, if, if – if there is a nice bias here, and, and over the 1,000 metres, it shouldn't matter if there is or not, you should want to go forward. You're going yeah. to have missing pro. Millia's on fire with the blinkers on. It's huge last start. You're going to have missing pro. Millia's on fire. And then potentially a sold uh, transgressor underneath you. Look, I think if he breezes over the 1,000, and that's at best, surely, he breezes over the 1,000 after doing the work early, he is going to be an absolute sitting duck for your best bet of the day in Silicon Eyes here. I'd suggest Silken Eyes' last run was just last two runs. Last, Crazy. They're just they were just madness. Like yeah. last start sitting deep the trip um, wide off, and we, we we were under the impression maybe that Silken Eyes was going to be best on a firmer track as well. The effort behind uh, Captain Kink when he laid in the entirety, sat deep in a seven horse field, was big enough on its own. The effort it was a better run than Long Beach last yeah. week, yeah, two weeks big. ago. Mm -hmm. So Pikey going on because as has probably opted to ride cliffs. Understandably, you can probably see the progression there and. I don't blame him, but um, Pike, you can just about land 1-1 one, one here. Silken Eyes has led in the past. Silken Eyes doesn't have to be last. Last week it was gate dictated, or two weeks ago, sorry, that took him back to last. I think Pike will, um, will park on him, and I think this is I think this is a, a good thing just about. So um, the quicker they go, the better for Silken Eyes, so that the speed in it and the fact that Cliff's left to work to get across, but... Yeah, I'm um I'm pretty keen. I've marked Silken Eyes a lot shorter than I reckon. Tell me, I sort of, tell me. I had I had Silken Eyes sub even money here, so um, that's wrong. I'm sure. I'm sure that that's. Uh, I'm sure that not many will agree with me, but um, yeah, you're tripling your money at the moment, so I'm um I'm pretty happy with that. And what price cliffs? I had cliffs. Uh, what did I? What did I have cliffs? I had cliffs longer than it currently is. Uh, I had cliffs around about then four dollar fifty. Five dollar. I actually had a bit longer. I just don't want to say what I had. Fifty-five. Yeah, fifty-one dollars. Um, yeah. Basically, sometimes I skew my markets. Yeah, that's cool. Way, well, knowing what horse I want to be on, but I also have. I've actually, I've actually got a notation. I'm expecting Silken Ice to start favourite. Okay. But the data, the data is really big on telling you where the money should go. It's telling me that Cliffs of Comfort will start favourite. But mm. um, yeah, no. Look, it's a setup. This is a setup. Mm. Absolute setup for the horse. I reckon Silken Ice. So pretty keen. Yeah. So how many is this for Pike now? This is, for me, this is his seventh seven of eight, I think I've got him on top on. So, yeah. yeah. 
But this is the only one I'm really happy with the price and really, really want to dive in. Are we going to really launch? Really launch, yeah. Launch. Really, we're going to, um, yeah, we're going to open the shoulders. We're going to come off the long run here, I think. So yeah. we might even chuck in an extra couple of slips for this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my case for Cliffs of Comfort is last up, Silk and I's Belmont Thousand Meters come from come from last. The uh, ran Long Beach to, and to a, a long neck, taking I suppose. Ground taking Beach ground after racing without cover throughout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just feel as though we're did dealing. You, did you find room for it in your four? Who's that? Silken Eyes. <laughs> Second pick. Two horse race. Uh, Turfs of comfort. Silken Eyes. I don't know. I think you, we're dealing with a pretty seriously fast horse here in Cliffs of Comfort. As Terry's alluded to, his figures that he's posted, all three wins from a speed rating point of view were just sensational. They were admittedly 1,200s and then 1,100 at at Ascot. The Pierce boys know what they're doing. They know how to handle a good horse. I felt that um, he'll come through that solid trial hit out behind free trade in good order. I actually think 8-11's nice alley for him it gives him time to 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 work forward he's he i think he can sustain a higher speed for the from go to woe in the thousand silken eyes is a is a um really uh, strong finisher i don't know if he's run into a horse like cliffs of cliffs of comfort um necessarily uh who can who can sustain high cruising speed for a long period of time silken eyes will loom especially with, with pike but i just think we're talking about different gravy here with with cliffs of comfort i, I just feel like those three wins have that they were just all of such a such high merit that they wasn't wasn't a fluke prep mm-hmm. uh, i think he's going to come forward with hopefully come forward with maturity and with the, that bit of time as i said i've got a lot of faith in the pierce brothers with a good horse uh, I think um, you know Joey. Joey as a party will be very eager to uh, do the right thing here, having um, missed out on the winning ride on Plato yesterday. So he'll be eager to to stamp his uh, to to put his flag in the ground when it comes to Cliffs of Comfort. So, but for me, I think this is this is a top class four year old resuming who's destined for bigger and better things, and I think he can make a winning return. Very good. The key is here. The key really is the map. You are right, though. The 11 probably is uh, suitable for a horse that I think does need to muster into it. So that's a positive. But, gee whiz, all, all I'll say is I hope these ones underneath that missing pro transgressor and Amelia's on fire don't get scared off by the quality of cliffs mm. and sort of think, oh, I'm happy to let him. Because if he does get to the top softly, like, yeah, that, that would upset me greatly from barrier 11 if that did occur. But, um, yeah, cracking race. Looks a, a really good uh, heads-up battle, doesn't it? It does. It does. And yeah, both really classy horses. As, as Terry said, Amelia's on fire was oh, crazy yeah, good the other day. I did want to mention Amelia's on fire. I, I was really keen to follow Amelia's on fire where she went next start. I thought she really appreciated the blinkers and being ridden aggressively. Yeah. she got to remember she was a highly competitive three-year-old, won the – yeah, I can't remember the name of the race. Dig Deep was actually in that as well. Mm. Um, won that race with Peter Nucky on coming across in the wide gate and really showed good gate speed. Her last effort to sustain the run like she did, I thought, was was huge. And, um, yeah, I think she's one that can run a big race and, and probably run third, BJ. Yes, I had her fourth. Had Shinju improving second up. Second up special yeah. Shinju. Yeah. So. yeah, Shinju ridden more aggressively too. Okay. Cold last start. All right. What time is it, Terry? Uh, it is 12 past 12. <laughs> Is that, what you, 12. is that what you wanted? No. Oh, it's time for the, the get out. Stakes. The get out stakes. PR9. Yeah. The last of the day. ST? Go racing for free before the footy handicap. S-T-E-A-K-S. 
to get out rolls steak. off the tongue. You have to get it named to get out steaks at some stage, don't we? Surely. <laughs> yeah. Are they willing to stump up the extra couple of bucks? I'll hit up Timmy Dewar. Yeah. Have to. Where, where's he based? Uh, he, well, funny you ask, Terry. Hmm. Get, um, the Get Out Steaks, the extremely popular Get Out Steaks, is brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, based at the Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt runs the show, swing past, say good day. Timmy and his team will look after you, that is for certain. Uh, congrats to last week's winner, Brenton Moore. Uh, Maury uh, was too good with his Get Out Steaks selection, put a spell on you, Matty Derrick. Mm, gee whiz. Uh, First winner from gate one, was it, Terry? Oh, I just yeah, – you just – I don't even know why I'm bothering doing form at the moment. Like, how does that – first of all, one, one lands on the back of the leader and then it's a hot rail and then the seas just parted. Like, was, oh, it was a, me. It was a god job. Oh, it was, it was a god job, wasn't it? I was guts in its last start when it was sort of, yeah, nearly nearly double figures to $3.80 or something. It's just incredible stuff at the moment, BJ, incredible stuff. But, no, well done to Matty. It was a good, very good ride. So congrats, Brenton. Uh, congrats enjoy, to Brenton as well. Yeah, enjoy those elite steaks from Market City Meats. And also best of luck to Brenton. He is a shareholder in Mindari who will be going mm. around in the Valet Harvey Crossman plate earlier in the day. I think that's race two on the program. So um, well done, Brenton. Now, to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, hit us up on Twitter at the11pod, who you think will win race nine, the Get Out Stakes, as well as a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. Sean Nichols heading for five Get Out Stakes victories, the GOAT. So get your, get your entries in and remember the earlier, the better especially when it comes to separating dead heats, Guru. Very good, BJ. Oh, the last of the day. Um, this is – we've got a pretty competitive get out uh, get out here. Um, there will be the majority of the the entrance will be for Montalina and rightly so. I think Montalina's last effort was poor, a little bit disappointing. The thing that makes it a little bit disappointing was the three or four prior winners that on the day had all won from the breeze. So it had proved the breeze actually was a pretty nice spot. There was not – there was no um, – there was no demons in the breeze, basically, okay. that day. But uh, look, Montalina, it just it depicts itself here, doesn't she? Just on what she's done, the fact that they may feel that she's a better horse with a sit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, mile and she'll as be, well. Yeah, the mile, the mile potentially as well. Um, but she's obviously a horse with issues in there. And whatnot, but uh, look, I expect the money to be for her again. I expect her to, to go very close, and um, look, she'll be she'll be hard to beat. But um, uh, I, I I think this is a pretty thin race, and I want to just mention one which I'm not going to be backing unless we're going to see a an off pace track. If we see a track where you can make ground, and we can see a track where horses are uh, horses are uh, are using the the centre. Quite well. I want to have something on Firemaker each mm. way, BJ. Um, loved the last three runs. I think this is a horse who took something like 28 starts to go beyond 1,300. And since they've stepped up to 14, 15 and now 1,600, um, doing some of his best work at, uh, at now eight years old. A bit like stablemate Costa Del Santo. Windstorm, windstorm, inspirational girl. Yeah. And then and it comes stiff in. Behind, stiff behind inspirational girl. Fifth, and quick, it- fifth quickest last two of the day behind windstorm. Stiff behind windstorm. Arguably a better run over the 66 and plus. Then- there, drop, so. Then drop, falls into this race. What I bet? What did I say to you a couple of weeks ago? Do you actually remember me saying that? 
So I've been waiting for – I said I've been waiting for Mitch Pateman to go on Firemaker in a 60-plus mile. Mm. So Mitch Pateman's riding Bombay style, unfortunately. But Donga, Sean O'Donnell's on board from 14. I won't be having a cent on unless they're making ground though, BJ. Okay. So um, currently 15 to 1, expecting uh, – if they're not making ground, it'll probably go around at 30s and it won't actually get my money. Yeah. But if they can make ground, I'll happily get involved each way at $10 plus and I, I think you'll see probably longer than that anyway. So Yeah, I think I'll be, I'll be joining you with that as well, Terry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, that's it. That's that's purely how I'm looking at this race at this point in time. Um, I don't want to fall into Montalina at $2.70 type thing. You have to have her on top. Yeah. You simply have to. But, yeah, um, yeah I don't really want to, to to fall into her at $2.70. I, I was bitten last start when she was probably fours to about $2.80 or $4.50. To, oh, she was probably longer than that. There was a scratching of Levitate, wasn't there? Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's a very, very uh, open race after, after them. But, um, yeah. That's me, BJ. You got any stronger feelings? No, not really. I just feel as though Montalina, this is her race. I mean, she's that zero demerits race, wasn't it? Like zero demerits, Apollo, Tiffa Spoken, So War, Truly Great. I'm pretty sure they were the they were the all yeah, the horses. Truly Great that, was held up. I all think. the horses that figured in the finish. So War was a bit held up. Held up. Tiffa Spoken's run well since. So War's run well since. Uh, truly Great won uh, last saturday um i just feel like those those form lines third up into a mile just completely blow most of these out of the water other mm -hmm. than firemaker who comes through some very strong races uh look if she's going to win another race montalina this is this is her race it's just set up per well perfect for her. i was 275 mm -hmm. do you know lead or do you reckon they'll look to um just park on them park yeah. yeah, there's no real obvious speed in this. Bobcat will go around and try and lead him, but there's going to be a What about to boys get around him? Boys get around him, could go forward. Yeah, uh, Overthought could go forward. Rock and Roller went forward last start, boxed on okay. They they walked there um, and he's still on a hot rail, couldn't do enough. So I don't know if that's how he's going to win the race. But yeah, um, yeah Deception Game pinged at last start with Maddie on. Wouldn't surprise me if Adam says, if you get out well, don't be afraid to roll him. Yeah. But it's never been known as a leader, Deception Game. But, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I, I think that they'll be saying with Montalina, just park on him here, I think. Arnie's boy led the other day. Yeah, they won't do that again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is just this is a sweet setup for Montalina. Um, Chrissy Parnham on board. I mean, you have to sort of respect Bombay's style. Like, he's just going to get the same run. As he yeah. did the other day when he... If, if you get a hot rail again and yeah. Montalina gets backed into the 220, 230 and starts something where you don't feel comfortable taking a price, yeah. you, you might start looking at a horse like Bombay style at 10, 11, 12 to yeah. 1 late. You could look at a horse like Deception Game at 15, 16 to 1. Yeah, yeah I, 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 at the current prices, there's nothing that makes you need to dive in considering we don't know how the track's going to be playing and this is the last of the day. Yeah. So Keep um, your powder dry. Keep your punches. powder dry. Be willing to back Firemaker each way if we're getting a nice off-pace track mm -hmm. um, and don't be afraid to probably hop into Montalina at something near the three bucks we're currently talking, if you can, or even Bombay style. But it's, yeah, it's a real pattern race the last of the day for an event like this. Yeah. Montalina's best is just feel like there's this class edge there on, did say that on, last on everything. Too. And um, we did. And just going to back in DMAC, impressive racing to uh, to get this. this to be now, impressive? To this now four-year-old mare um, back on top of her game because she's got a lot of – a lot of ability. So Montalina on top in the last. Uh, I think we've mentioned all the other chances, to be mm. honest. And um, but I'm with the guru with a bit of a, a little bit of tickle fire maker if the pattern is um, suitable on the day. I get a bit excited if they're making ground actually because I've been it's one I've been waiting for. Question on fiery. Yes. Did you have anything on overthought the other day? No, nah, I didn't when have anything on overthought. I would uh, would die back. I back something in that race. Classic which, um, Jack. 
No, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't classic. It wasn't old Roy Rogers and uh, and uh, Chrissy Nickel. But no, I ever thought it might might be a little bit of an underrated conveyance. Mm. Actually, um, I think we, I think we uh, we tipped it together yeah, twenty one dollars at that Pinjarra standalone. Yeah, mm. I, I do remember that. It's, yeah. uh, we thought it would lead, and it ended up probably three back, one off. Not a bad effort, but um, not Serenity we, not, Bay. Not really, what we wanted. Was Serenity it, Bay might have won that. Beat No Billium. Is that the same race? Mm. It's all a bit of a blur. There's, yeah. been, there's been a couple of horse races in the last <laughs> six months, so it's all a little bit of that'd a be blur. A good, that'd be a good find if that is proves to be true. Yeah, it would be actually. Yeah, yeah it would be. I, uh, yeah, I can't remember most things. Mm. I don't even remember your name after the time. I have to write it down. There's a little bit of paper in front of me, but I can tell you about who ran seventh in a maiden in 2006, though. <laughs> All right, that uh, brings us to the end of uh, uh, another another um, preview. Not not necessarily the one we've had the most enthusiasm about with any any type. It's of supposed really to be a celebration, value. though, isn't it? Jockey yeah, celebration. It's, it's definitely not a celebration. Horse's birthday. It's, like, not, it's not called celebration value day, though. Is it? That's that's definitely one of the things. Yeah. Are we missing a trick here? Like we're supposed to be like. Oh, we're getting more up and about. We're All right, to, here we go. We're supposed to be firing like Ooh. like. Horses' birthday, celebration yeah. day, Eagles are playing after, Whoa, the, they after are. the game. Absolutely. I reckon we'll pace the cats. After the races, well. sorry. Yeah, we'll um, pace the cats. Doing the Optus double going Friday night too. Are you really? Yeah. You might have bad. to get an apartment maybe I overlooking Optus I, Stadium. I might be in the field club on uh, on Saturday actually, BJ, where it's oh. free food and drinks for the entirety. So, uh, yeah, we're just seeing what we can wiggle there but so anyway best of the day. Nothing but the best for the, uh, yeah, yeah, the that's, what, that's, that's what they say. <laughs> what, what's your best? Best betting proposition of the day. I think Terry's already outlined exactly what he's thinking. Now, has it crystallised? What have you got? Well, I'm, I'm respecting your opinion a lot more. No, this will sound bad than I used to, I was going to say. <laughs> I, I, I believe you're probably the form tipster in Perth at the moment, to oh, be honest, BJ. I, I think I was telling you this after a few profits last week. <laughs> I, you're the best, BJ. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, I'm I'm pretty keen on Sean Berg on here. A bit of silk, Ooh. yeah, a little bit of silk. So silk and eyes um, is my um, is is the best of the day. I, I literally at this stage I'm going to play two races though, and it's going to be that and the Mervyn slash Floyd bet. And I, I I think they're both equally as good bets, and I'm really happy playing those two. But silk and eyes will call my best, BJ. Okay. All right, and uh, the wizard just a little cherry on top as well. Silk just uh, exactly right. Mm -hmm. The wizard to ride seven. <laughs> Best betting proposition of the day: wizard to ride five plus or yeah. unders over. Is that oh, what? Yeah, probably a dollar forty about yeah. that's the only problem. Uh, my best of the day. Speaking of the wizard, is race two, number two, pans down. It sounds like a game of. Um, did you ever watch that show? We had it's uh, line one, position three. I think it say the word. Oh, what was that show? Yeah, uh, total recall. Total recall. Mm. <laughs> Good. Pans down. Uh, just marked at even money. I think there's a bit of. There was a good price available this morning, but there's about 240, 230 available at the moment. Pans down. Very, very keen. Two year old. If you do get done, here. are you hoping it's magic, Mike, that knocks you off? Of course. Of yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Hands down, pans down for BJ. A bit of pans down, a bit of silk. Pike, pike. What's your, uh, what's your Maddie? My Maddie. Had to go scrounging. Yeah, it was a bit of a scrounger, a bit but, of a scrambler. And I, I targeted the uh, a race where I thought there could be a bit of, could be a bit of a trap race. So race five, number nine, Turbo Power. Mm, bit of twenty, bit of twenty-three dollars around at the moment. Do the toilet paper. Uh, two, three starts to go around third to Windstorm. Mm -hmm. Two starts to go around second. Inspirational girl. I think he's on the quick backup. I think his run last week was better than it looked. Got chopped. Yep. I think Turbo Power can run a race at a price. That's my Maddie. 
Turbo power. All right. Neville well, and um, Stephen Parnham. I better go strike force. It's over the mad price for a place though. <laughs> the problem is like I, I don't want to go down. I don't want to really I, – uh, I don't really want to go and back it. I just want to have something on it later, something stupid. Now that all it takes is a couple of bucks under it at once. So now I have to go down and back it. That's the worst part. I have to walk to the tab because I've mentioned this. So, um, yeah, something small strike force. I, I reckon it will probably run last. But, um, yeah, really happy being on board at 100 to 1 though. I genuinely am happy having a little uh, – little, What a result. A little sneaker. Ah, Peter Bamford. I will be um, – Edwards. Yeah, if it, if it gets up, I'll be, uh, I'll be unbearable next week, I suggest. Mm. All right. So the, uh, the guru is going extremely mad. Insane mm, that mad is, That is. There's Maddie and then there's, uh, what do they call it? Gray, I'm going Greylands. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Greylands. That's my Greylandy for the day. Strike force. Okay. Yeah. All right. That brings our preview to a close, listeners. Um, now we've got to move on to our one of our most popular segments, mm. horses to follow. Get your black books out, guys. Terry's got his A set. Yep. Got the A set ready to go. Yeah, We're thinking about changing the name of the Wild West to the, the, the WA set. I mentioned this city in the last you week. Yeah. yeah. I like it better. Anyway, that's a discussion for later. What do we think, listeners? Which, which name is better, the Wild West or the, the WA set? Small W. I like the name better, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we'll think about that later. Okay, horses to what follow are you gonna do? What about the whip crack, though? What are you going to do there? What sound effect are you going to come up with? with oh, the okay, w- I thought it was the black swan going quack, quack, quack <laughs> and walking across the screen with a little map of WA. So I've actually thought about it. I'll have to get our logo girl back into action. And, uh, and Jen working uh, quack, yeah, quack, quack. There, might be, there might be a bit coming up sorry about that Jen uh, okay horses to follow anything down the centre of the track last week um, horses like Tinto Bell and things like that horses like that that don't on paper look like they put in big runs they're actually a lot better than they rate yeah. uh, but the main one I want to mention is a horse called Pims Royale always puts in a cracker fresh but um, I think Pims ran the quickest uh, one of the quick last twos of the day yeah huge uh, was absolutely huge down the centre of the track so I think Luke's got um Pims Royale ready to go and, and win one shortly. There's a nice 78-plus sprint or something in the next few weeks with a – probably Mitch will go back on when he when he has to carry a bit more weights. Um, Black Shadow's building to a nice staying. We had a good chat to Lockie on uh, – um, I reckon we can convince him to come on to a yeah, podcast yeah, sure. Lockie Taylor. So yep. hadn't actually met and had a good chat with Lockie probably in the past, so it was good to have a chat with him on Saturday. And uh, Black Shadow's progressing nicely. And, again, margin of victory is something like eight or nine lengths, but just ignore that. Four very good ones on a hot rail cleared out. So um, look for Black Shadow to be winning shortly. Might need one grounding run over the journey but also might not so black shadow shortly and one that ran yesterday on what i believe was a cold rail i'm not i'll need to just view that and see i might have been right cold in the straight it might have been from the six to the three the rail was cold because it was chilly horses, it, was it was chilly, chilly. it definitely yeah. wasn't warm horses were getting off the fence and winning um but there was definitely portions where it looked like you'd been shot if you're on the rail but Lee. Pooley for Darren Taylor. How long he can keep the horse up for, I don't know. But um, Pooley on that rail, ran down late, smashed in bedding. Previous two wins were by about eight lengths combined. I think I ran into a good one, Elite Street. And Elite Street yeah. is a good one too, but yeah. I, I still think Pooley might have been a better run than okay. Elite Street considering how the rail was playing. So Pooley, speaking, speaking of horses that were unsuited BJ? last BJ. Saturday, mm. how big Levitate? Yeah, Levitate big. God. Yeah, Gee, was what a Chloe run. got wobbled out and crunched, and then yeah, had to come through them. And yeah, I'll tell you what, I, I would have had a really strong opinion if my hidden journey had won that race because yeah. I was pretty much guts in at its previous start. Five uh, was yeah, it was into about two fifty. Yeah, yeah, four, yeah. Five, I think I was on too. Yeah. Um, couldn't get over Double Spice, who goes around this afternoon. Good form reference for mm. Double Spice, isn't it? Um, on the west part of the track, Double Spice that day too. Yeah, three um, and four deep. Yep, yeah. going forward the entire. Yeah, yep. and everything that was winning that day was on the rail. Um, but yeah, if my hidden journey had won that race that that if yeah as you said as you said earlier if you needed one race just to say like 
how cooked is Israel or how hot is Israel? Like it was, I'm talking, it was like the sun it was that hot. Like it was, yeah. It was would a, you have thrown down if my hidden journey had have had have got up? I, I would have. That would have been it. Yeah, I would have retired from punting for the 400th <laughs> time. I reckon. So uh, held another press. No one's coming to my press conferences anymore. That's the only problem. Uh, yeah, gee whiz, what a what a joke. So yeah, monitor your patterns, guys. Monitor your patterns. Okay, my horses to follow. Uh, I I sort of liked what I saw from a horse by the name of Denim was at trials, yeah. and then I really liked the debut. Did you double down on it? Sorry? Double denim or not? <laughs> Have you ever rocked the double denim? Ah. Uh, I reckon Terry yeah. had a blue light disco back in the day. A blue we'll light <laughs> disco. Yeah. The other ones where you used to go and stand there and slide your hands down into a girl's bum and just start going, oh, my God, am I allowed to do this? <laughs> okay, this is getting weird now. Let's move on. Cross. Uh, times have changed. Mm. Um, now, uh, Denim Wars was a uh, really, really solid debut performance. Dan Morton, his his two-year-old, last season two-year-olds, his early three-year-olds now, they're going really, really well. Um, Sab was going well again, followed Denim Wars. We spoke about this horse. Grand Design uh, was 25, 26 days between runs yesterday. Unsuited, I think, sit, uh, going forward, sitting outside leader, much uh, better uh, ridden with a bit of cover. We saw a track yeah. where horses were making ground. Mm -hmm. Actually, just before we go past that, we didn't uh, make mention either of Hannah Fitzgerald's first win as a Metro victory mm. on Flower of Scotland. Very hard horse to handle, extremely good ride. So well done to Hannah Fitzgerald in that race. But um, Four kilo claimer, that was, yep. uh, that was oh, quality. Yeah. She yep. should have been... Should have been had extra weight. Mm. She owed it that well. Should have had the four kilos back plus more. It was a peach. I tell you what, Flair of Scotland though, serious racehorse <laughs> if you can get it right and going. But yeah, you've got a day where you can make ground. The centre of the track's hot, and you've got the probably the best closer and yep. sprinter in the race. So let's go forward. So <sighs> bit odd, BJ. Bit odd. I thought. Mm, anyway, that should be a good grounding. What would run. I know though? Should be a good grounding run for Grand Design mm. for next up. David Harrison Yard Grand Design. Maybe Pontiff will be back potentially. Oof, hang on. Where it might be onto something. Pistol. Um, pistol? <laughs> no one's ever called him Pistol, I think, ever. Sorry, Pont. Pistol. Pistol Pont. Pistol Pont. Um, yeah. And now this horse has been a top-notch trialer. I think it's been a horse to follow about five times. I'm sticking fat. Mm. I went again yesterday and I couldn't quite get him over the line. I thought So War was just about a good thing to beat again mm. yesterday. Uh, first, he went mild at 2,100. It's 59 and a half kilos. He went so good. Um, behind, four mines around him are looking red hot, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, second behind Queen's Take King. I just think he's just got – he's going to be one of those horses that is – when it when it clicks for him, he's, he's going to – like he's just going to charge through the grades. So always um, – He's, he's really doing a great job this prep and he just needs a bit of even luck and um, a, a decent steer next start and he should be really, really hard to beat. Terry, you made a good point. Would it be that last race on Saturday, that Montalino race probably would have been a really good option mm. for Sowal. So might have missed a trick there. But Sowal, follow it with confidence next start. Yeah, and that yep. Puckapun, you're truly grateful. It was really, um, really stacking up. So and Brody Kirby maybe follow as well. Probably not his best on uh, on Sowal, but uh, he came back and first ride back from a little bit of a, a sojourn. You got uh, All on Black Up, which uh, Mike Eppis used to own actually. And, uh, the professor. They, they, yeah, they sold it and, uh, well, they gave it away just about, I think, and then comes out over the sprinting journey and wins. That was one of the more remarkable results you'll, uh, you'll see. Then it was followed up by Noble Spirit actually in the next. Paul so. Tapper. Yeah. Is he one of yours from, from he likes, uh He likes Happy Gilmore actually. Yeah. <laughs> bit of a tap, 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 -a <laughs> 
Uh, look, I've, I've actually I've backed one of these today, actually. I've had a very small bet each way on Uber Mover, but I think that's um, – I actually think that's giving away money. But it was 50 to 1, so 40 to 1. So. Um, but, yeah, no, just look, me, Just me Paul, Paul Tabbard is improving another one I on remember, Adam Durant. Actually, very, yeah. I remember I was at the track when um, – what was the horse's name? I've told you this story in the past. It was in the wet. It was racing in a listed race. Something 20 dust. points. Yeah, something dust. Lust for dust. It wasn't lust for dust. Dust on me. Dust me off. Dust yeah. me off was dust the name. Me off. And it, it, was, it was racing in a listed race and it was pouring it was down. Like and, a tat's cup or something. Like yeah, that. I've, I've been given the mail, you know, they've got this right today. And I said, nah, it, it's it's a 56 rate or whatever it was in an 80 plus listed event or whatever. Yeah, tat's cup might have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the intricacies of the detail. I put a bit of sauce on it to make it sound a bit better. But um, yeah, and it was backed off the map and it won like winks. And um, yeah, I didn't have a cent on when they were all talking about it. Then about three months later, got the race taken off it because of a uh, <laughs> high level. So yeah, the greatest of games. At least they got their money, the lads. That's why I was talking about Oi, deterrence. Punters rejoice. The punters so. did rejoice, yeah. Um, okay, so there. that's my horses to follow done one. we move on to top-notch trials anything from the guru from no the- no a couple of good trials of the lads uh on the on the froffies last uh, last saturday but nothing uh, nothing to report on the track unfortunately <laughs> a couple of sustained there uh, was a couple of big sustained runs yeah you'd, you'd want to be on them over the journey i reckon <laughs> a couple of the lads so <laughs> yep <laughs> There were some class horses going around they at certainly um, were. at uh, <laughs> certainly were yes yeah yeah bit yeah. of class on display yeah. so uh, my top notch trailers for this week guru noble reflection was in heat ten on Belmont July twenty finished alongside Floyd. I was about to say if you um you might get a line through that one with Floyd. Floyd comes out and wins the uh the I can't even say the race the Jockey Day Celebration National Sprint. Then you uh, that trial looks even better, doesn't it? Sure does. Simon A. Miller, Chloe has a party road in the trial. Geez, it got home. Noble reflection. Put that down as a horse to keep an eye out for. Top notch trialer. I really liked the performance of a horse uh, unraced. It was a two-year-old at the time, now three-year-old, called Miss Voodoo from the Jason Miller yard. I thought its performance in Heat 4 at Lark Hill on Monday was really, really encouraging. Miss Voodoo didn't win. I think around ran second, but uh, came from back. Cliff, uh, Clint Johnson Porter dropped his reins. It was a bit of a mess late, but watch the replay, Terry. will be interested to see what you think about mm-hmm. Miss Voodoo. Then two high-class uh, performers, Lonsdale Lady mm-hmm. and Leading Girl, they lit it up. In heat nine, matching strides late. They went across the line together. Two top-class horses, oh. obviously. Lonsdale. See, wow, that, that's got that's got to yeah, warm. It does. It does. It warms a pretty pretty uh, cold old art at the moment. I reckon but, when um, we finish recording, we put the Lonsdale lady might have replay to. on. And then we just <laughs> I'll wait like, till, I think I might wait till I'm in private. Actually, <laughs> <BJ>. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, uh, top-notch trialer, I thought Ration Ali. From the David Harrison mm. trained uh, – from David Harrison Yard, rather. That's Heat another 10. one. That's another one that warms the heart, actually. Rationale. I marked that. I remember it was last week and I marked that about $1.60 and it was $4.50 or something. Lee Newman. Lee Newman's had a deep the trip and I was absolutely – I made up words that I didn't even – swear words I didn't even know existed until they came out of my mouth that day. So, But I got the job done. Good horse. He did – yeah, good mm. job too. Uh, Lee Newman, Rationale, uh David Harrison, Joey has a party, hit the line hard. Looks like um, she's had a long time off. Looks like um, Harrow's just about got her ready to go again. So they are my um, top-notch trailers for episode 36. Yeah, wow, 36. Christ, that's, that's a few, isn't it? 
It's been, it gets better every week, though, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we're like a fine, we're like a fine wine, just with age. Um, whatever happened to you? Are we, are we going that path this week, or are we 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 staying we staying out? We're calling for him this week. We're calling for him. Yeah, let's call for him. Let's yeah. call for the whatever happened to. What are we? What do we got for us? At send, the one send one pod. In. Yeah, send them in. The, at the one one pod. Let's try and get some non Cerise and white runners. Hey, let's yeah. let's uh, let's dive a little bit deeper. Uh, after seeing Crystal Spirit come back from two years, there was a runner. Is it in today or was it in last week? There was one first up for four years. Um, four years? Yeah, it might be in today. Oh, I haven't written this down. This is un- unplanned, this stuff. But, uh, yeah, let's let's see how long a, a, a long a, what. Also, I'd like to know what's the longest gap between runs that we've seen for a horse to have a run and obviously have an injury or whatnot and mm. come back again. So, um, interesting query. Love what a good, was, we all love long, a good comeback story. How long was story. Brutus Maximus off the scene for? Long enough. Long enough. Long yeah. enough. He went to Melbourne, though, so I think it was only off the scene for maybe a year and a half, potentially. Okay. But well, it was off the WA scene for a bit longer. So. Yeah, so even if you've got some people as well. Yeah, um, people. People, whatever. That's what we like to hear, though. Yeah, Yeah, that's Um, good stuff. X tips is where's Ian Lenton? Whatever happened to Ian Lenton? Yeah, (laughs) can we? Is that what was his show called? The Holy Ghost. That's that's good stuff. That's Mm. worth getting on YouTube and getting some still available. I should be. Should be gold class. You probably have to pay a pretty big subscription, but it's worth every cent. We should should get Ian Lenton phoning in. We should do. Yeah, we should do. If we can track him down. Big, uh, big IL. Yeah, mm. no, I think uh, it would be a good addition. Wouldn't be short of an opinion or two. <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you reckon, do you reckon uh, Ian would be tipping eight pike on top? I highly doubt it. I, doubt yeah, it I well. highly doubt it. So he would have uh, probably marked strike force even money. So <laughs> it'd probably be a giveaway job, I'd suspect. But anyway, that's the end of episode 36. Thank you again, BJ. Lovely day. Look forward to getting out there again on uh, on Saturday and watching, um, watching Mervyn run them ragged. Maybe Floyd might grab it late, but um, really looking forward to the Silken Eyes and Cliffs of Comfort clash as well. It's nice when we go head to head on one BJ with a bit of confidence. So, mm-hmm. some uh, bit of bragging rights on offer in uh, next week's a bit of pineapple on your steak, Sanger. Well, aim, we haven't had a guest on for a few weeks. So we'll get a guest, guest in next guarantee week. Guarantee we'll get a guest. We'll have a guest in next yeah. week without doubt, whether it's Crit, Pete, or someone fresh. Um, mysterious guest. Yeah, someone mysterious. <laughs> Again, if there's uh, maybe someone in the industry is keen to come on, just uh, feel free to flick us a, a message. Um, but good luck on the weekend and until next week on the 1 1. Thank you.